Hey guys, welcome to 1v1 Cast. Well, I'm Andy. Well, 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 welcome to 1v1 Cast. I'm Colin. Nice intro, dude. Nice intro. Um, that was solid. This is episode uh, 15. Four. 15. 15 of our podcast. This is episode... Okay, it's episode 4. This is episode 4104. This is 4.1 uh, part 2. Director, episode. director, commentary. Dire- directors, co- the commentary. Directors, uh, what are we talking about today, Andy? What What is this podcast about? What do we do? What's our What's our deal? We talk about games here. We talk about game related things. We like talk chess? about Uno? Like chess. No, we discuss video games. The video. games of the video variety. We could talk about video chess. I mean, you just mean like like the game video chess. Yeah. Chess as a video as game? a video game. Yeah, Why is it called it. video? You don't call it video game checkers. That's true. Or video checkers, I mean. A lot of the chess versions of of the, a lot of the video game versions of chess are called video chess or uh, laser chess or star chess or all, chess. Sorry. All of those sound like um, very dated terminology for denoting that it's a video game, but they're trying to be hip, so they're like, "Welcome to video video Uno." It's <laughs> a great. It, that's a great character you just made up. Welcome to Video Uno. I'll be your host, Samantha Anderson. Hi, it's me, Samantha Anderson. Today we'll be talking about <laughs> The Last of Us Part Two. Oh man! Oh man! Keep um, that keep that in rotation. We'll 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 come back to Samantha maybe, Anderson in some time. Maybe uh, we can we can uh, bring Samantha. She had to leave. Actually, Samantha had to leave. Yeah, she's gone. Um, she's dead. No, she just had to walk out. She had a meeting. Oh, okay. she had a meeting for v- video game insider. Anyone who's not in the room right now is dead to me. That's right. I'm like a dog. I don't have object permanence. So once you're out of my field of vision, I don't. I don't think you exist um, anymore. What is uh you know you know what uh so Andy and I like our previous podcast. They're always like we wanted to have a topic, and this one we're like we're just gonna go off the cuff. See so what that's happens. what we're doing. We're gonna yeah. We're gonna we're gonna. Get where we're going, see what yeah. happens, uh, ride the train. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I say, what is one of your favorite uh, games that you like played as a child? What, mm. is, what is one of your favorite childhood video games? Boom, off the top of your head right now, go. Banjo-Kazooie. Banjo-Kazooie. Mine is Roller Coaster Tycoon and Roller Coaster Tycoon 2. Great choices. Great choices. Not very uncommon games. I'm sure a lot of other people played yeah, a them. Lot of, a, lot of, a lot of cool cats and kittens have played um banjo and kazooble mm-hmm. and um i was i i always thought like because of roller coaster tycoon i thought any game that had the name tycoon in it was associated with that game was the same company in, is it not info games um there i think zoo tycoon is loosely um but mm. the two i ma- mainly played were zoo tycoon and um and roller coaster tycoon one and two i didn't play anything past one and two because they changed it drastically in Roller Coaster Tycoon 3. What are some other Tycoon games? Because um, I don't think I've, I've only ever heard of Roller Coaster. So, and... Well, well, now, now you know how there's like a million simulator games? There's, yep. there's like Surgeon Simulator, Farm Farming, Simulator, Flight Simulator, Flight those Simulator, ones. Truck Simulator, like, you know, all these different things. Mm-hmm. Um, that used to be something Tycoon. Mm-hmm. And there was okay. like, I, I had one. It was on, on, my, on my family's crappy uh, PC. Mm-hmm. It was... Um, I bought it at, uh, well, it was called Mall of America Tycoon. Oh, it was, my God. It was terrible. Is the Mall of America still open? Uh, Alexa, is the Mall of America still open? Just kidding. There's no Alexa here. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, uh, but no, I had Mall. I don't know if it's still open. Um, why don't you? 
I mean, I assume it's not open right now. Do you want to search your World Wide Web? Why I is can. it not open right now? Well, you know. No. Just well, kidding. it's it's a there's mall. A, there's a pandemic. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, freaking. I played Mall, Tycoon, mall of America Tycoon. Mm-hmm. It was very, 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 very bad. I don't know if it was the game. I don't know if it was my crappy computer. Um that like and it like ran really slow and the frames it was like one frame per hour and it was really bad and like it made my computer crash. It's probably my computer now that I think about it. But it ran Roller Coaster Tycoon and Zoo Tycoon just fine. Mall of America is currently open today from eleven to seven. So if you're in the area and you're listening to this on Saturday Saturday, August seventeenth, twenty eighteen. <laughs> when we're recording this. Twenty eighteen. What is today? Isn't today's that the, the date? Today's the 29th. August 29th, 2020. Yeah, you're, you're, off, but you're off by a couple weeks, man. A it's, it's a weird mix of time because summer normally is like the days blend together. And I, I, don't really, do anyway. I don't really know what day it is, but then you mix in COVID and the pandemic on top of and that. The and it's in the quarantine. And it's just like, man, I don't even know what day it but is. Yeah, Especially um, on weekends when everything's the same. But I played I played the Tycoon games. I played mm-hmm. a lot of games on my computer mm-hmm. um, because I did. Because what, what operating system did you have? Um, it was Windows, Windows XP. What year would that be? 2000 or like, or 2002, probably like somewhere, I think around 2004 or three or something like mm. that is when it was Windows XP and up until like a mm-hmm. good, like 2010 mm-hmm. or 11 or 12 or something. I mm-hmm. think, I think 2010 was when my family got a new computer. I never did a whole lot of computer disc games, but we did a lot of I did a console few- gaming in my house. Mm-hmm. And my parents always had, they always had for us a Windows 95 mm-hmm. until like 2005. We never upgraded. We'd upgrade the monitor. There goes a... I would assume that was picked up. There goes a... A, ga- a, a, a herd a, of motorcycles. A gaggle of bikers. That was a lot of bikers. There goes a murder of crike bikers. Our, our apologies. Um, Crikers. That's pretty uncommon. But anyway... Um, what was I saying? They we would upgrade the monitor of our computer, but we still had the same processing mm-hmm. software. Oh, dang. So it was not running any sort of right. fun games. Then when we finally did upgrade, uh, PC gaming wasn't that big a deal anymore. Mm-hmm. It was more, you know, the Wii was out, so it was like, mm-hmm. you know, just playing stuff on the Wii. Why are you gonna play uh, on the computer? My, my family's, um, I didn't really have any consoles growing up. We had mm-hmm. the PC, which is why mm-hmm. I did that. When you could play everything on. And then my oldest brother, um, so he's four years older than me, mm-hmm. when I was like, I don't know, like six or seven, he bought a Game Boy Advance. Um, and he bought it like with his own money, and he didn't want to share it or anything, so mm-hmm. that, that was his. And so he was playing, like, I think he had like a Pokemon game. Like, in, like I think he had uh, Pokemon Gold mm-hmm. that he would play. And like we all love, my brothers and I all love Pokemon and everything. And so he had... He had all, like Pokemon Gold. He had like a Shrek game or something. Nice, classic, um, classic, and maybe like a few others. Um, but uh, that was his. Like I wasn't allowed to play that. Mm-hmm. Um, and like my cousin had a Game Boy Color, but that was hers, and she was older than me, and that was hers, and I wasn't about to, allowed to play that. Um, but uh, I, so it's I'm the youngest, and I have two older brothers. So my other brother, uh, the middle one, um, him and I would play PC games, and so we'd play on, we'd play Flash games, we'd play interactive buddy and we'd play uh um on addicting games and on mini clip what else is there other than interacting buddy kitten cannon you said last time <laughs> yeah that's a little that's a little more down the line there's kitten cannon that's like internet flash games um, there's a pinball game where you're in space and well well 
That was preloaded well, on so, most computers. Well, that was preloaded. But anyway, uh, we played a lot of PC games, a lot of Flash games. Fancy Pants Adventure was one of them. That's a good one. There's one with the, the, like in the 2000s for mm-hmm. a lot of Flash games. Mm-hmm. There's something that like there's just some like obsession that creators had with stick figures. Mm-hmm. So there would be a lot of like stick figure fighting, stick figure shooting, or six mm-hmm. like whatever worms, tanks. Those are two more mm-hmm. um, for Flash games that are that are big and just. Oh, I play this game called Healy Attack, and you mm-hmm. like shoot a, a helicopter or something. I don't remember, but you get all these different guns, and I was really into that. Mm-hmm. And that was on mini clip, I think. That's awesome. I I did say that I hadn't Computer played games. too many, but I, my 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 brain jogged a little bit when you were listing them, and I thought of all of the fun point and click games that we used to play: the Pajama Sams, oh. your Putt Putts, your Freddy Fishes, those types of games. Man, oh, I played the crap out of those games. Can you name all of the ones in there? Oh, in I that? probably can't. From, uh, do you remember the, the the company without looking it up? Um, I was just I was literally just looking it up. Um, because I do. Is it Imagination? No. It's humongous entertainment. Humongous entertainment. Yeah, humongous I knew it was. I knew it was. I knew it was a Trump word. Humongous. <laughs> Something that he says all the time. Humongous entertainment is um, is was this old gaming. Did they put company. out Freddy Fish too? Uh, they did. They made they made these like educational point and click adventure games. For would children. you call them? Would you call them educational though? They're loosely educational. No, I would say they're not really. I also played educational ones. I played one with Arthur. A few with Arthur. Mm-hmm. It's like his. It's like they're. It's called like live storybook or something like the that. The living living book or whatever. Living Arthur like living book series. The living yeah. book series. There was yeah. one with. There's a few with Arthur. I played those, mm-hmm. and that's like way back in my. Those are some of my first mm-hmm. games. And then, um, do you remember the book? Um, I think this is the name. I could be remembering it wrong, but I think it's Little Critter. I think is the name of it. Little Critter. Um, I'm looking. Who's up the one. author? Is it like Little, a Dr. Seuss book or is it like a? Yep. Little Critter, they're educational books for kids. That's cool. Little Critter by Mercer Mayer. Hmm. Name sounds familiar. Can't put it. See this? Oh yeah, the little gerbil guy. He's like a little gremlin. Yeah. Kind of like a gerbil, but he's little by Mercer Mayer. Little hairy Um, guy. Happy Easter, little critter. Those had a those had a living game series as well. Yep, they had a living book series. That's cool. Um, But I played those, and then after that was when we played. I played, and I didn't know you played as well, but humongous entertainment games, and they were just these point-and-click games mm-hmm. where you're just in, like, a cutesy world, and you just, mm-hmm. like, can click on anything. Yeah. And, like, you like, like, like the, 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 like, if you click on, like, a, like, a bucket that's by a river, and it's filled with water, mm-hmm. then, like, maybe it'll, like, splash up the water or mm-hmm. something, and it'll make, like, a goofy, cartoony sound. Yeah. And that's it. And it's just, like, fun things you can click on. I always enjoyed the songs. Whenever there was oh, yeah, a... there's a lot of songs. Whenever there was a moment where there's just, like kitchen or kitchen things on the wall there's a shelf with salt and pepper on it you click them and they'd sing a little song about being salt and pepper there's vegetables mm-hmm. and they'd sing and the vegetables and it, would jump into the fridge yeah or... you're thinking of pajama sam no need to hide when there's dark outside right pajama sam no need to hide yeah. when dark outside because you have to find the carrot who's like a skater bro and yeah he, he, he took your mask and yeah and and you have to get it back from him but he needs to find his other carrot friends he's trying to free the vegetables from the refrigerator as like a resistance mm-hmm. he's like a very to... like hippie guy but anyway because they're sentient beings and they're, they're going to be eaten, which is pretty messed up. They're, they're point and click. Um, when you really think about it. They're point and click. And yeah, so there's Pajama Sam, which is like a little boy mm-hmm. um, who wears his footy pajamas. Mm-hmm. But uh, he puts pretends on Pretends like to be a superhero. He puts he pretends to be a superhero. Who? Which, what is the name of the superhero? Pajama Sam. Pajama 
No. Pajama Man. Pajama Man, yeah. yeah he looks like Pajama But he's Pajama yeah. Sam. His name is Sam. And they so look similar, but he's just like a cutesy yeah. kid looking. He's definitely Pajama Man's bastard son, for sure. Oh, he no, looks no. exactly like him. Of course, of course. Yeah. Um, but Pajama, <laughs> they never see his dad, so Pajama very Man, well could be. You never see his mom either. You hear his mom. Could have a single mom, and then Pajama Man, the actor at least, is out there like roaming the streets. Pajama Man is his father. He's uh, out there somewhere. He's a vigilante in the nights. Um, he is justice. Um, or vengeance. What what is what is the, what does he say? He says vengeance, right? Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, he does. Uh, he beats it, that it, guy. That's, that's the most recent Batman trailer. He beats that guy so hard um, in, in, in that in trailer. The, uh, the DC fandom, like about a mm-hmm. week ago, released a bunch of DC stuff, and they and they just released the um, the trailer for First the teaser. Batman mm-hmm. with Robert Pattinson yeah. as Batman. Were and you like, skeptical of that, of Robert Pattinson, not to jump track from yeah, Humongous Entertainment? Yeah, I like Robert Pattinson, but like, like he's not my favorite, but I still like him. Um, but if he's just he's he's more of like a scarecrow type, yeah, uh, character. Like he's definitely villain. He's, he's definitely really yeah. He definitely gets more or less pigeonholed into. Um, all the old Twilight movies, mm-hmm. and people just see him as this teeny bopper actor, right. and he can't really do a lot of roles. But I disagree. He's in that movie, The Lighthouse, mm-hmm. and he's fantastic in that movie. Yeah. He's also in um, what's the guy with the really messed up face? Elephant Man. Is he in like an Elephant Man remake? No, something um, like that. No, he's in Water for Elephants. It's Water for Elephants. You're right. I'm sorry. Nothing to do with. Well, Why do I think it was about the circus freak and he has like a messed up face? Know, because the elephant man is that, but he's in. You're right. He's but, in Water for Elephants. But is there a circus freak in that one that he plays or no? I think he plays Salvador Dali. I think. I think you're right. Or or like the elephants are in the circus. I don't know. Right. I've never seen it. Something to do with elephants. Anyway, Robert Pattinson is in it. Look um, it up. Humongous um, Entertainment. They did Pajama Sam, which is like a little kid in yeah. pajamas. He puts a putt, ca- putt. He, he puts a cape on. There's Putt Putt, mm-hmm. which is a little purple car. There's a lot more Putt Putt games than I ever realized. Uh, I think putt, I looked putt, it up. And there's like Putt Putt goes to the races. Putt Putt goes to the moon. Putt uh-huh. Putt goes to the zoo. And there's one in the like, jungle, right? Or is that the zoo one? I think this is zoo. Yeah. Um, and all these things, and like you like go traverse around the world and figure out all these problems. Mm-hmm. There's um. There's Freddy Fish, mm-hmm. um, and then I was he, never as big into Freddy Fish. I wasn't either. But there's yeah. Freddy Fish, and he like um, solves mysteries or something. And pop quiz. So what is it? So there's so most of these characters have like except for well some of them, not all of them, but some of them have like a friend with them. Mm-hmm. Do you know the name? So put, there's there's Putt Putt, and he's a car. Mm-hmm. And then who sits in his car is like a little brown puppy. Yeah. Do you know the puppy's name? It's either Spot or uh, it's Pip. Is it Pip? It's Pip. I actually didn't know that one. Oh, okay. I know the I Freddy you. Fish one. Well, look, look it up. Freddy. Said Spot or Pip? It's Pip, I think. Look it up. Look come it up here, right Pip. Like I, like I have that sound bite engraved in my brain of Putt Putt saying, come here, Pip. And then he has this like weird extendo arm mm-hmm. that comes out of him that kind of yeah. looks like a... Kind of looks like when you check your oil in your car, it's like the really long well, cord just, thing that pulls like a, out of it. That's just like his arm. It's his arm, and it, it comes well, out of it. Anyway, we're talking about Humongous Entertainment. Um, Putt-Putt Dog. The Putt-Putt Dog's name is... Putt-Putt. No, hang on. What is it? Pep. 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 Pip. I was really close. Pep sounds... Maybe I, maybe the version Pep. I had, the audio was so bad, because it, it was literally running on a Windows 95. Right. right. Um, um, but yeah, Pep. All, I was really those, close. All those games have voice acting too. Yeah, um, that's true. I've, I talk a lot about voice acting. Voice acting is really good. It is. And those games came out in like 2000. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's there's Putt Putt and Pep. Um, there's Pajama Sam. There's Freddy Fish. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's Spy Fox. Um, yeah. And then there's also like other games. Is it called Spy Fox or Sly Fox? Spy Fox. 
Because he's he's like James Bond. I'm going to check that because I feel like it's Sly Fox. Sly Fox. I think you're thinking Sly Cooper. Nope. Speaking of Sly Cooper. Sly Cooper's a whole different color. I can picture Spy Fox. He's orange. Yep. And he has a a white tux with white pants. Spy Fox, you're right. Spy Fox. Mm -hmm. He doesn't have a buddy. You're right. He's got like a white tuxedo. Yep. Um, but uh, what? There's a Pajama Sam three. I never knew about this one, dude. Uh, Thunder and Frightening isn't so lightning. That's two. There's, there's a third one. What's the third one? Third is one is called. Food? Yeah, it's called You Are What You Eat from Your Head to Your Feet. Oh, I knew that. I didn't never know that. I knew that, dude. We should get Pajama Sam. We should get an old operating system. Pajama Sam these games. was the pinnacle of humongous entertainment. That They're one. On that one's Steam. the best one. Oh, are they really? Humongous Enter- At least Pajama Sam is on Steam. That's really fun. Good um, for them. And then there's other games that they had that I played as well, where you just play play like fun little games mm-hmm. and do all these things. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was this like one game I played. I did way, 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 way back in my head. But like there's these two people, they wear their clothes. They're like brother and sister, and their clothes are like bright red and bright yellow, and their hair is like blue. I'm picturing it. But I can't. I, I don't remember anything about them. I don't remember their names or anything like that. But anyway, um, Freddie Fish. Do you, think if, Fred- I, do you think if I just Googled brother, sister, red, blue, it would come up? That might be something else. Might okay, up. that's fair. Um, Freddie Fish, he has a little green fish who's his friend. Yeah. Pop quiz, what is his name? Don't look it up. I know I what, he, I know what his name is. Uh, can I guess? You can take a few guesses. I'll give you fui guesses. <laughs> fui. Is it Pearl? It's not It's not Pearl. Is it fish related? Uh, or is it just a not, name? It's just a name. It starts with L. Lenny. Um, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a guy fish. He's green. I figured. He has like a little like fin that kind of looks like a quaffle. Yeah, hair. I can I can picture the stupid green fish. I just can't remember his and then, name. And that's like Freddy Fish. Is, it's Freddy and it starts with an L. Freddy and Lenny. Not Lenny. Freddy and Laurel. Not Laurel. <laughs> Freddy and... and... Before you say your last one. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of somebody like a celebrity who has this name. I can't. Th- I can think of... It's Freddie and Freddie and Lisa. No, you know it's Freddie and Lyle. It's not Lyle. Is it it's, Lyle? Oh, I can't remember. It's Luther. Luther. Yeah. I was gonna say Martin Luther King. Oh. Um, just, like, <laughs> just think of civil rights and you'll get it. You'll get it. I swear. Um, but no, Luther. His name is Luther. The little. Fish. Okay. Anyway, that Freddy was uh, played a lot of humongous entertainment. Good stuff, man. Played. Um, PC games, mm-hmm. played Roller Coaster Tycoon, played all that good stuff. I played a lot of the original Nintendo stuff growing up because I just had all all those consoles. My parents were into them when they were my age, and they had mm-hmm. me around the time when I was my age. You ever think about that? That's a weird thought. What, that they had? Oh, yeah. Envision your parents with you at your age. And, like, my, imagine my, how they would handle it. It's my weird. parents didn't game. No, that's most parents didn't, but mine were relatively cool for the time. Wow. Um, occasionally, I'll fill them in at, like, how far things have come like occasionally right. occasionally they'll be interested in my modern day mm-hmm. consoles that i have and they'll be right. like what does this do and i'm like oh it's really cool you can play with your friends online mm-hmm. and you can talk to them and and, I, and if i shoot someone it shows up on their mm-hmm. game and it and they're like that's crazy to me like i can't even understand that right um they can it's just they, mm-hmm. they you know they haven't played in mm-hmm. 20 years um but yeah the uh the nes was a big thing in my house but i mentioned banjo kazooie i should talk about banjo kazooie because you know i'm sure that game hasn't been talked about enough by everybody all over the internet right. um Dude, yeah. Did you ever did you ever play that game when you were a kid? I have never. I didn't. I didn't play uh, really any Nintendo sixty fours growing up. Mm. I didn't. I don't own one. I didn't own one growing up. Um, I should. would. I would go to people's houses and like. Um, so so I mentioned growing up like uh, I didn't uh, 
like it was games were weird like i didn't really have them like my parents mm-hmm. didn't want to buy them like we had to get them on our own and like how do you get money as a kid like i didn't chores. You know, get money as a kid you know um extremely difficult chores or, or you have to save from birthdays, like christmas or christmas birthday. birthdays yeah um teeth falling out i had a student the other day dude and the student told me he, he's like oh i had a tooth fall out Andy's a music teacher by the way we've mentioned um but i had a student mention to me that he had a tooth fall out and i said oh did you get a quarter I used to get a quarter. Mm-hmm. He got and five bucks. Twenty dollars. Hey man, inflation. And I said, was it like a front tooth? And did you get it knocked out? Like, is it a permanent? He's like, no, it's a baby tooth. Is it's that like, your insurance? Is that your insurance premium? Like, is that what's is that what's kicking back money to you over there? Um, um, no, he's like, he's like, no, I get twenty dollars for every tooth that falls out. I'm like, that's insane. Yeah, things the, that, things are different. Like, uh, we had. I figured maybe a dollar dollar i hear you some know, people say give five. a kid a dollar growing up out like some lucky people out now they'd be like oh yeah five bucks for a five bucks is i i think that I seems got, like, reasonable i think i would get like a dollar like a dollar fifty mm-hmm. or like a few quarters like all in quarters is what i would get a dollar fifty that's so inconvenient like two your parents I mean, it was all quarters you're the tooth fairy your parents have to scrounge up two coins and a bill to put on Spoiler your pillow alert, tooth fairies are parents <laughs> yeah if you still think tooth fairies exist it's just your parents um your parents in the middle of the night are like Oh God, Colin's asleep. We gotta scrounge together change. You check the you check the cars. You check the coin purse. You hit the couch. You hit the couch. And you gotta scrounge together two quarters and a bill to put on your pillow. Then hope it stays there all night so you can it's actually find IOU. it. <laughs> it's it's an invoice directly to your bank account That's that right. you have when you're ten years old. No, but this kid's like, I got it's a, a letter tw- in the mail. I got a key bank. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's a tax credit <laughs> instead of anything. Um, wow, thanks. Uh, <laughs> Oh boy! Oh boy! Um, I'm gonna invest this, uh, man. But now kids are real lucky, well, well, man. Well, no, yeah, kids are really lucky because, I mean, so you mentioned like having consoles growing up, mm-hmm. but like how frequent, like how frequently was like a new game or like playing all like all like did you have like a million games you played as a kid? No, or no, did no. you play like like a few and then just like gradually as yeah. you got older, like you'd introduce more um, until you were an adult and you could just buy them yourself. Right. I mean, I still don't have a million games, that's for sure, but. Right. Uh, no, I had a couple that I just played to death. Like mm-hmm. I played Mario sixty four uh, every day. <laughs> like I feel I, like most millennials. Have yeah, them. yeah. I got one hundred twenty mm-hmm. stars in that game probably five hundred times mm-hmm. just to do it over and over again. See how fast I could mm-hmm. do it every once in a while. Yeah. That's that's like my favorite game of all mm-hmm. time. When the DS remake came out, that that's was your about, favorite game of all time. I would say it's in the top five, but it's not important right now. But yeah, it's 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 such that's it's just such an iconic jump from the two D world into three D. Mm-hmm. And I love the I love the Nintendo sixty four for a lot of games that do that. Like because before you had Nintendo, you had the sixteen bit. It was all about side scrollers. The the biggest game that actually did go into a third dimension was Star Fox, mm-hmm. and looking at Star Fox to jumping to even the Star Fox for sixty four Nintendo mm-hmm. sixty four, it's so much different mm-hmm. and so much I better. Mean, in wasn't my opinion, wasn't that what the sixty four was? It was the first three yeah. D console. It was the first sixty four bit console. That's yeah, why it it's sixty four. It's three D. Yeah, yeah, and like just that leap is crazy. But think about no, the, they only made sixty four of them. Yeah, <laughs> it came out in nineteen sixty four. That's why they that's named right. it. It's like a car when it comes out in a certain year, you name it after the right, year. Right, yeah. Right. Uh, we we had the Nintendo sixty four before we were on the moon. That's right, it's fine. something you got to remember. Also, before we were birthed, but no, big <laughs> yeah, deal. way before, way before my parents were birthed. Even that's that's, that's right. crazy. Um, but yeah, no, Banjo and Kazooie and and Mario sixty four were just really crazy games to to play. And when you'd only experienced the two D side scroller on an NES or or even maybe maybe a racing game on Super Nintendo here or there like Mario Kart or mm-hmm. F Zero or something right. like that. But just seeing seeing that first exposure. Mm-hmm 
into an open world where you can jump up and then move a little bit and and you're and you're not bound by a single line of direction you just kind of go anywhere it's just it's this crazy realization that a lot of people had and i was lucky to be young enough to still remember old enough to still remember when that stuff came out and and have access to it so i'm I'm very i'm very lucky in that way i feel like i'm right on the cusp of people who have that experience Mm -hmm. so i'm lucky that i was right um but yeah dude just really really fun games and it's cool to cool to look back on them and i like once in a while i'll I'll get the urge to revisit those Mm -hmm. and play through them again like i'm excited for the mario right uh anniversary thing that may or may not be coming out like when that rumor has been circulating i get really excited about it um i don't think they're ever going to redo banjo kazooie again there's already a there's already a remade version on xbox but it's not remade it's remastered sorry no it's not it is banjo kazooie isn't it remastered on xbox on which xbox I think it originally was on xbox 360 no um so they came out with banjo kazooie banjo which one did they remaster banjo tooie and then they didn't remaster any of them it was a sequel they just shot the same game back onto xbox no dude it was called banjo kazooie nuts and bolts no no i totally yeah i know what you're talking about i know about the sequel but there's an anniversary edition for xbox because microsoft microsoft purchased rareware the company that made banjo kazooie donkey kong country all those things And they put out a remastered version of the original games. And the only reason I know that is because um, I had a friend who had them growing oh, up. Oh, Xbox One. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like you can you know how there's all the archives of called, games. Like rare, rare. Yeah, arcade yeah. Or and you can like play that. you can play Banjo Kazooie, you can play Donkey Kong, you can play Conquer's Bad Fur Day. Mm-hmm. Conquer's Bad Fur Day, I know, got a full remaster. So I assumed I assumed they did, yeah, because that's a great game too. I never had that one because it's definitely for adults, and Conquer's I couldn't. Bad for a day I couldn't is, trick is, my parents is, into getting is it. A but a game that is made by the people who made Bad, like we just said, mm-hmm. like we literally just said, it's made by all these people, these family-friendly games, mm-hmm. but it's rated M, and it looks like it's for families, mm-hmm. right? It's got this literally almost the same art style, the same music, as Banjo Kazooie style. It's like a big bushy tailed mm-hmm. squirrel. But the squirrel comes out and he swears and he pees on people and he throws his own poop and there's poop jokes poop. and he, he, gets he gets drunk, drunk at one point. Yeah. Um, there's a, there's like a there's like a platforming segment. So it's like a platforming game and stuff. Mm-hmm. There's like oh it has references to the Matrix. It has references to Alien. Mm-hmm. Um, it's awesome. Which are you know very adult. You wouldn't yeah. put those. That, you yeah. know it has references to those. Um, I never played that as a kid. There's a. I didn't either. But I played it when I was a teenager. Um, so I, was, I wasn't I was very young when I played uh, it, but I was like 16 There's a segment where you're platforming it. and you have to... Uh, there's a bee that wants to pollinate a sunflower. Mm-hmm. And so you, you obviously can guess where this is going. Yeah. This sunflower has like... Uh, uh, a large cup size. It's an. It's a. It's, She's it's got a, it's big a, assets. That's right. <laughs> we'll just say it's that. a sunflower, with with big old boobies, and uh, and <laughs> you have just came right out and said, and it. you have to use <laughs> the those assets as like a like a bouncing pad, platform yeah. to get to yeah. the next platform. And what so, like if that if that doesn't, and you can't do that until. Mm-hmm. Uh, the bee, you got to lead the bee over there, and it's like all this stuff. And there's there's a monster you fight. It's um made of poop mm-hmm. uh, like a big it's called like the poo monster i mean original but poo monster is it literally called poo monster or, or like like I the, can't the great big poo or something i think it's like the great big poo that sounds but that sounds like that. and yeah. you're in like a room filled with poopy um and so that's conquer's bad fur day that's a fun game um, i don't remember the point of that game like the aim in terms of that mm-hmm. game like is i don't know but yeah the main story is, is the main story is something along the lines of um 
Didn't his girlfriend go missing or something? Uh, I don't think they go directly that route, like the Nintendo route of, oh, Peach is taken. But mm-hmm. I think they do something along the lines of this enemy of Conker's steals all his food or beer or something. I think he steals something. his alcohol. Steals his alcohol, yeah, mm-hmm. and he has to get it back throughout the game. It's really funny. But anyway, so. um, but yeah, like childhood games mm-hmm. for, for millennials, I think a lot of, like, which I would imagine is most of the people listening, if not all, would mm-hmm. be like... You didn't play a ton of games. Like, you obviously played games growing up. Mm-hmm. Like, not not everybody, but, like, you play games growing up. Um, but, like, again, like, not, like, a ton where it's, like, I bought this new $10 game on the yeah. eShop. Yeah, you, taught you, the, I bought I went on Xbox Store and PlayStation Store and Steam, mm-hmm. and I just bought this game for, it was on sale for, right. like, $2. Right. Like, you know, it's, like, oh, I got to spend $40. I have to have my mom take me to the store, and I have mm-hmm. to have saved up my own money, mm-hmm. and I have to go buy, like, oh, I want to go buy the next Pokemon game or whatever it is. Or, if you didn't want to buy it, there was always the Borrowing. wonderful world of Blockbuster Video. Oh. Did you have a Blockbuster near your house growing up? I had a family video, which was similar. Yeah, I didn't realize they were around that for that Which, long. by the way, family video is still in business to this day. Somehow, yeah. Whatever. They're still cranking um, out, but cranking renting, out the hits. renting games. But I would borrow games from people. I'd be like, hey, oh, man, yeah, me too. could I borrow this game? Mm-hmm. I don't do that so much anymore, except with you. I'll lend you a game, but it'll yeah. be like... Hey man, could I borrow this like NES? I mean this uh, Game Boy Advance Mega Man game. Mm-hmm. Like, like, is that cool? Mm-hmm. And he was my neighbor, and I'd be like, "Sure, you can borrow yeah. my yeah. Pokemon Red or whatever it was." Mm-hmm. Um, so we did a lot of that. Um, now, what percentage of, of a lot of the games you played? And maybe, maybe like you can you can mention some some games that you didn't already mention. You mm-hmm. know, because um, I have a few. Um, but uh, what are some games that you played when you were younger that? Or you didn't play, but you know about mm-hmm. um, that just didn't age well at all. I have a few actually, in my opinion. The ones, well. the ones that they were bad originally, or they were no. They, I thought they, they were, were good. Really, they were really good, or like you loved them, or like you played them, or whatever it was, or you just like games you played a lot of, or just played, and you just were like, wow, this is the best, and you played it like more recently, and it's like, yeah. wow, these aren't good, you know. Or, I mean, like, it didn't look good, or like the game, or it wasn't fun, or whatever. I don't know. I mean, for me, it's all of them. <laughs> like, I go back and look at how the N64 looks. It hurts my eyes, mm-hmm. you know? There's definitely a lot of games where you see them, and it's like, like as, as a young and it's like, wow, this looks... I played a Harry Potter game for PS1. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the first two I did. Is that the one that the Hagrid memes comes from? Yes. Where it's the, the really crappily rendered version of Hagrid? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And okay. it's like, wow, this this like doesn't look too far off from... Mm-hmm. And then I watched it like a video again recently, and like the sounds are terrible, mm-hmm. and like there's there's voice acting in it. But you know, shout out to voice acting for the tenth time. But you just want to be a voice actor, man. But it's just like give, all these things, up. all these things, and like, like the 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 um the voice that the voice actors in the Harry Potter that sort of sounds like um, uh, Rupert Grint who plays Ron Weasley mm-hmm. or. Daniel Radcliffe, who you know, it sort of sounds like the real world counterparts, but it's clearly not Harry Potter and it's clearly not Ron. Did it come out around the same time as the movie, so they could mm-hmm. they could have used the voice actors they had they wanted but they, to? But they didn't, you know. Um, I, I know sometimes with like movie tie-ins mm-hmm. or, or like game movie tie-ins, um, they will. Uh, they can they they have done that before. Yeah. Like if you look at like like actors' filmography, sometimes it'll be like. Oh yeah, like um, I think there was a there was a Matrix game for I think sixty four or PS one or something, and Keanu voiced Neo. And oh, that's then, cool. Um, and and, there, and there's a lot of that, but um, 
you know, like they just look terrible. And uh, I yeah. played this this James Bond game for for uh, uh, PS2. It was called mm-hmm. James Bond or 007 Nightfire. Mm-hmm. And I played it. And it, was, it was like one of the first shooters I played. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I and I played it again. Like I just played. I booted it up recently. And it's not Pierce Brosnan. Like it's just some weird guy who's it's clear- discount Pierce Brosnan. Yeah, and it looks and it looks terrible. Mm-hmm. And the controls make zero sense. Mm-hmm. And it's like when they're trying to find their footing and everything. So it's just that's like- another thing I was gonna say too. It's not always it's not even always the graphics mm-hmm. that don't age well. Sometimes it's just the gameplay, right? Or the controls. Like you can spend a lot of time. Which is what I was actually saying when I asked you that question. Right, it was right. more the gameplay. Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely both for me. Right away, I thought of graphics because it mm-hmm. straight up hurts my eyes to look right. at N64 stuff for too long. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, 8-bit stuff doesn't age to me. Mm-hmm. You know, a classic Mario game doesn't age because it's so smoothly Mega developed. Mega Man, Castlevania, they don't age. Mm-hmm. You know, because they're still making 8-bit games. They're still right. It's still a popular genre. Nobody's making 64-bit polygonal graphics. The only people um, who are are making like... Um, like weird indie games. Even then, it's crisper. It's, I mean, I mean, there's a, even crisper. Yeah, it is. There's a yeah. game that came out, um, and I'll just I'll make like a with it with it. The, I don't remember what it's called, but it's like it's like a horror game, not horror, mm-hmm. but like a spooky, creepy mm-hmm. game. Spooky. Where you you um, you play as like the, it's in first person, mm-hmm. and it looks like it's on PS One um, oh, okay. with like PS One graphics. Um, but you play as like a guy. Like wandering around a um, an empty online server. Oh, interesting. And it's like dark in there, and like something in the server. And you, I think you have to exit the server, like mm-hmm. you have to log out. Um, but you're like trapped in a game. You're trapped in a in in a PS one game basically. Mm-hmm. And it's like dark, and it's like like imagine like if you played like a like an like an intricate map in Halo or something like that, you know, or like Quake like mm. one of the quake games or yeah. like doom games or anything yeah. like that and there's like platforms and ramps going up and down and there's holes and all mm-hmm. these things it's like that but it's all dark and like those are like the abandoned vehicles and the abandoned guns and like the abandoned capture the flag objective mm-hmm. but you're the only one there and like and it's just like whoa part of the challenge for that game is that it is badly controlled or is badly bad looking or bad something like looking. that yeah is and that has, the point yeah that's kind of the point that's but, cool but that's what i thought of at first but that's um, probably the only example of yeah and there's probably a like, polygonal if you even if you can't think of the name that's probably the only right. you know polygonal style game and not to say you can't have a game with simple graphics and still is that, fun but what is the point of most and not that you shouldn't play an older game just because it hasn't aged well right you know well what's the point of playing older style games now because not that you can't obviously but like What's the point of playing them on their original systems and the original way to do it, mm-hmm. especially ones that don't age well? I'm not talking about really popular ones, but just like, perfect example, Ninja Gaiden. Mm-hmm. Okay, Ninja Gaiden is really hard, and most people that play it will say, if you play this on an NES, you will not make it to the end. Why? Because it's designed after the arcade model, mm-hmm. right? The arcade. It's not an arcade game. Castlevania is the same Castlevania way. Is the same way. Very, very, it's very, it's very based hard. off of the arcade model. It's meant to suck up quarters. It's meant to make kids play it over and over again, mm-hmm. or adults, make them play it over and over again and make them spend as much money as possible, right. so therefore making it difficult to get to the end. Right. It's not impossible, but it's a real-time consumer. I recently played um, the Batman 1989 game on an NES. Mm-hmm. Um like the like the platformer where he's like yeah, purplish the and license black. the license game the really good one on the NES yeah. yeah really fun game but there's no difficulty Wasn't that setting in obviously conjunction with one of the Batman movies I said 1989 yeah the 1989 Batman yeah. I thought you meant that was when it came out no um 
Who was in that one? Was that Michael Keaton? That's Michael or Keaton. I don't think it came out in 19... I think it came out in the ni- early 90s, maybe like a year after the movie or something, because that's usually what happens. Sure. The movie came out in 1989, because everyone calls it 1989 right, Batman. Batman. Right. But the game probably came out... I could look it up. I don't really care. Um, okay. <laughs> but yeah, I played that one on NES, because it was right. the only thing I had at the time. And uh, I was playing through... Uh, I was playing through just trying to make it to the end. Mm-hmm. Not even trying to get a high score, just trying to get to the end just to see yeah. another cool cutscene. Because that game's neat. In the first, in the beginning of it, they have this really cool 8-bit version of the Batman theme and this really nice cinematic version of It's like a sleek uh, image of Batman of the Batmobile from mm-hmm. a certain cool angle. And there's, I think there's a little bit of voice acting too right in the beginning. Just really in early. On an NES. On NES, yeah, it's possible. It sounds like... Like it sounds like that, like I'm oh, Batman. We're gonna get to the. It sounds terrible, and I hope that's. I hope oh, Batman, you're gonna get your ass kicked. <laughs> I hope that sounds fun on the recording, or at least somewhat like what I'm trying to say. Um, but yeah, the uh, the way that it sounds is really interesting. So I was trying to get to the end to hear another one of those mm-hmm. and see another cutscene, and I couldn't get there. Mm-hmm. There's no. It was so impossible. They're hard, they're hard. And once you die three times. Right back to the beginning. beginning. No extra lives, no save points, no checkpoints. Um, The nice thing about playing the games now, whether it's on uh, Nintendo Switch or an Xbox Remaster or something like that, usually they put in a checkpoint system. mm -hmm. And Nintendo even goes further and puts in a fast forward. Have you used that before? In in emulator, not well, emulator. It's the emulated version in virtual console. Yeah, you can. Let's say you die, Mm -hmm. right? You can just back it up ten seconds, mm-hmm. and or then whatever it is, or like, like it's a, a cause, like it's a video, yeah. Or you can have a save save points are the easy ones. You can just make right. a save point, go right back to it. Um, but yeah, if you want to just back it up mm-hmm. a couple of seconds, you can just keep on rolling right where yeah. you were. It's great. Yeah, love it. Um, yeah, I, I guess that's like 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 modern games, like 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 for games originally, it was like, man, this is really hard. Like I want to beat it. But now it's like, man, this is really hard. I'm never going to play this again. I'm just going to go back mm-hmm. to playing Fortnite, you know? <laughs> Fortnite. Um, but like, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. So so games that I think um, didn't age well, mm-hmm. like honestly, a whole genre, if you were mm-hmm. to ask me. Mm-hmm. Um, and now before I say what they are, it's a few games. It's, it's like like a few franchises uh, all on one system. Um. But like, I know that a lot of people really, really like these games. They're really into them. Like they, one of them, they're still making them. Um, but I, I just personally don't think they aged well. Um, but in terms of the gameplay, but that's uh, on PS2. Um, Jack and Dexter, Sly Cooper, and Ratchet and Clank. Mm. I, I, th- I don't think. And the only reason I don't think that they've aged well is because of that st- that open world. 3D platformer, I and like ukulele mm-hmm. and like banjo kazooie was like that. Like they they were great, but I don't think they are anymore. I think no. I remember I played Sly Cooper recently, and I was like, man, I played the heck out of the first one. Mm-hmm. And I remember like I played the first one with my um my cousin and my brother when I was younger on my mm-hmm. cousin's PS2. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was like different worlds, and the first world was like a swamp, and Sly Cooper the first one there was a, there was like a swamp, and then there was like a like a like a Nevada desert Las Vegas casino type thing. Yeah. The third one is like a like a like a bayou and there's like voodoo and stuff. That's cool. Um, but like the thing is, I remember when I was playing through that swamp as a kid in that, that first level or chapter or whatever, like I was on it like for like hours and hours and mm-hmm. I was like, wow, I finally beat this boss and like mm-hmm. I finally did this. And then I went to the next world. And I was like, wow, all these things. 
And I played that game like they re- they had like a collection they remastered on the PS3. I played it like three years ago or two, three, three or four years ago. And like, dude, I beat like the first chapter in like two hours. And it was like, wow, like every le- like every level it took me, every level took me like 15 minutes. Meaning me, like in, when I was younger, they each took me like an hour. And I was like, oh, there's like these things over here and there's these things over here. And I was like, let's platform over here mm-hmm. and let's you know, find these collectibles over here. It's like, ooh, I didn't see the enemy there. And it was like super fun and intricate and exciting. But then like, now I played it and I'm like, oh, this is easy. Mm-hmm. The difficulty curve wasn't nearly as like, what is what as bad as I thought it was. And I think that's true for Ratchet and Clank. I think that's true for Jack and Dexter. Mm-hmm. I will say though, um, I've only seen those two games. I've never played Ratchet and Clank. I've never played Jack and Dexter. Mm-hmm. Um, our friend Joe, his favorite, one of his favorite games in the world is Ratchet and Clank. Mm-hmm. Up your arsenal, I think. Um, I don't really, I don't really remember. I don't really remember. Um, but uh, yeah, so Ratchet and Clank. They're still making newer Ratchet and Clanks, right? So yeah, that's what I was referring. To. They they like rebooted Ratchet and Clank a few years ago. There's a new one coming on I don't PS5. Think it was, I don't think it was very good, and they're coming out with a new one on PS5. Mm-hmm. I think some um, other people like them a lot, and, and I definitely understand that people like them, and yeah. it's like very PS2 era. It's not for you. Um, I just, I don't know, man. I just don't think that mm-hmm. that genre of of 3D platformer aged well at all. No. And Ukulele came out, right? Uh, and which was made by the people who made Banjo Kazooie, so mm-hmm. it was going to be a spiritual success, and that wasn't good. And like the game right. looked great, the game sounded right. great. I don't really know why it wasn't good, right. but I would imagine what I'm saying is 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 at least a part of that. I think yeah. I don't know for sure, but where it's just like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like it's that genre. Like how many other games today have that genre that aren't those games I mentioned? Like there's no new. Oh, check out this new action platformer on mm-hmm. on. You know, it's like no, it's open world games. Horizon, God right. of War, Spider Man. Those are the big sellers. Um, you know, like all the triple games. Mm-hmm. And I, whenever I think of triple A games, and we've said this in previous episodes, we always mention those few PlayStation exclusives. Right. But that's probably because we've been, you know. We they're all them open. We played the most recently. They're too. all open world games, Breath of the Wild, and you know, right. like Super Mario Odyssey. I was just going to ask you that: Would you call Odyssey a platformer? Because it kind of is. It's still a 3D platformer, but it's like how it, it it's how it moves into the future in the perfect way, in my opinion. When you play, because there's oh, definitely there's there's definitely 3D platformers from that era that are fun to go back and play and I was going to I was going to mention these two like Mario 64 or something like that. Yeah, for for me, <laughs> for me and a lot of other people, yeah, Mario 64, but it's partially mm-hmm. nostalgia. Like I'm sure, sure. I'm just as frustrated as anybody when I pick up an N64 controller and my hand hurts from holding it in the middle all awkwardly and I, I want to like twist the little mm. center thing and I got to use my left thumb. Yeah. It's just weird. Oh, you also know? Jack Dexter those three games I just mentioned. Also Crash and Spyro. Yeah. They remastered those two games. Was that what you were just going to say? I was say? literally just going to ask you, yeah. I'm so sorry. That's okay. Um, no, they, they all go hand in hand with each other because they're all platformers. Maybe Crash a little bit more Crash linear. Crash a little different. They're a little more linear platformer for Crash. They're still a platformer. Is Crash the first one of all those? Because it feels, so it feels Crash early. Crash Spyro were the first PlayStation mascots. They were, okay. And then PS2 was those three guys. So Crash, like Crash is earlier than Sly Cooper, Ratchet and & Clank, and Jack & Dexter. Yes, Crash, is, Crash and Spyro is PS1. Okay. So, so when you go back, have you played, you've played the remastered Spyro a little bit or seen it? I I play, I 100% of the first one and I played Mm -hmm. like a little bit through the second one. 
do you think because they've added stuff they've made it's definitely a remaster there's new stuff in the game there's new characters sounds great do you think the gameplay holds up do you think it's still fun enough to warrant the remaster existing um no you don't think so so I played the hell out of Spyro Year mm-hmm. of the Dragon, yep. the third one, which is a lot of people say is the best Spyro, mm-hmm. um, as a kid, and I haven't gotten to that one yet. But like I, I want to beat the first two first. But then the thing is, for with the Spyro Reignited trilogy, when they were out, when when they announced that, I was like, wow, this is so awesome! Mm-hmm. Like they just did the Crash Bandicoot thing, which I sort of played, but less so. Um, and then I also played Crash Team Racing. They also mm-hmm. remade that. They yeah. remade the original Crashes. They're making another Crash. Um, and Well, they're making another Crash, like a new a new Crash, a sequel. Um, oh, they are? Yep, yeah. Oh, yeah, Crash I saw 4, that. Crash 4, about, yeah, yeah. It's about time or about that's cool. time or something. Is that on PS5? That's going to be PS5? Yeah, that's, or it might be PS... It's one of them, or both. It said it was launching holiday, but who knows when PS5 actually coming out right now. Um, but then <clears throat> We'll know in the future. But then they announced Spyro Reignited Trilogy. I'm like, wow, this is the coolest thing ever. I'm going to mm-hmm. get these. I booted it up. I played it. And I was like, okay, ripped, um, the first one, Riftless Rage is the second mm-hmm. one. But I played the first one, and I was like, um, oh, this is cool. Like, mm-hmm. like, It looks really nice. The, the, I played the first one, and I played the third one, and I played a little bit of the second one. Um, but the first one, like... I went from three to one, and I was like, this is terrible. Like, I was expecting mm-hmm. the same game. Yeah. Um, and so, like, I definitely liked one less. But when I played it, I was like, wow, this is this is fun. This is neat. And after a while, I was like, hop up here. Like, mm-hmm. like, like, blast this guy with flame. Collect all the gems. And, like, all it was was a collect-a-thon. Like, mm-hmm. it, it wasn't like, whoa, look at this brand new world. Look at this new yeah. thing. Like, it was just a collect-a-thon. Mm-hmm. Like, it was like, there's no... Nothing t- like challenging about it, and the only things that were challenging were like, just like really annoying. Like there's like this issues. level. There's like no, not issues, not but issues, like but okay. really tedious and like like annoying puzzles. Like would you mm-hmm. even consider them like a puzzle? Like a puzzle is like something you have to think about and like consider. Right. But in terms of like, okay, so there's this one. For example, there was like this water level in one of the two Spyro games. Everybody's favorite water yeah. levels. Well, it, it wasn't underwater, but it was like a, like a beach. Mm-hmm. Um, so it had water components, but you mm-hmm. weren't swimming underwater. Really. Oh, okay. Um, but there was this thing where there was like these turtles you had to get, and the turtles, like their shells were like super heavy. And so what you had to do is you had to like, you had to, I think you had to do something like hit the turtles with your flame. So they start walking like away from you and mm-hmm. you have to like, walk them towards this platform so they weigh it down um but the thing is their shells are heavy so a they walk really slow Mm. and then b they can also be scared by enemies and the enemies would keep spawning like every like 20 or 30 seconds so you would have to kill the enemy and then like run right over and like um like and flame the turtle Mm -hmm. so it walks super slow and hopes it hope it gets there Without all the other ones, want and then they can also wander off on their own too. Yeah. So you because ha- you have to keep flaming them, mm-hmm. um, and just like that's not a puzzle. Like that's just waiting for things that. There is this thing. Right. There is this thing I saw. Um, uh, this video where this guy was talking about um, Zelda games, and he was talking about Ocarina of Time, mm-hmm. and he was talking about how like um, how like. Uh, like everybody's like, Ocarina Time is like the best game ever, but he like disagrees with that, mm. and the and the reason is because he's like, oh people people are like, oh yeah, it's the first 3D Zelda, like Zelda 64, all this kind of stuff, um, and like the puzzles are super like engaging, but he was like, that's not true because yes, there are engaging puzzles, but not all of them are. A majority of them are 
puzzle like they're I don't I don't remember how he he phrased it, but he said something like um uh you bis- basically have to wait and wait and wait mm-hmm. and waiting for like like let's say like there's like a skeleton and he's holding up a shield and mm-hmm. you and you try to swing on him but he blocks it. You have to wait for him to circle around you and then and he has to lunge at you. You have to dodge and then you can swing because mm-hmm. his shield is down. Yeah. And you do that with that or this guy's wearing armor or you have to wait for the platform to circle back around. And it's like there's so much waiting in like Ocarina of Time or just a lot of games, not just Ocarina mm-hmm. of Time. And I think that's true for Sly Cooper, Spyro like waiting for the freaking turtle to get to the thing that's not a puzzle that's not difficult mm-hmm. like that's the illusion of difficulty that's like bs you it's know? tediousness and it's tedious. spyro spyro's pretty tedious. famous for escort missions as well mm-hmm. those are pretty tedious yeah, but you have escort, yeah. you have this very vulnerable side character that goes right. with you and you have to just protect them along the way Th- mm-hmm. those aren't challenging it's just it's annoying yeah, you know it's and, really annoying and i i don't th- i think that style of gameplay flew back then mm-hmm. because well what are you going to do play something else it's like well what else is oh, there it's like no you're you going to play that we're the biggest game in the world right now spyro's right. huge crash is mm-hmm. huge whatever but now it, there's so many choices now and it's so like, many oh i don't want to escort this yeah. guy so i think i'm going to go back to playing fortnite <laughs> i think that's another reason that genre isn't still around as much, and mm-hmm. and the more I think about 3D platformer, I would definitely I I think the developers do as well, but I would definitely classify Mario Odyssey as a platformer. It is a platformer. It yeah. is an action platformer. But it is a every platformer. but every Mario game just dances circles around any other character from any other franchise and how they move and how they act and how they respond to inputs. Mm-hmm. Even in the new remastered Spyro and Crash. And even to an extent, like Sonic Mania, mm-hmm. that remaster of all the old Sonic games, um, a remake, whatever. What would you call that? A remaster? Sonic, Sonic Mania is like half. It's it's, it's half. It's basically a re. It's uh, half just here's original levels. But then they threw in some. They new threw ones. in some and new it, but ones. It looks different. It looks great. It, it looks still a little looks better. Like yeah. The older ones. It runs a little smoother too, for sure. Sonic Mania. To an to an extent, I wouldn't call Sonic a platformer, but I would call it a, uh, you know, competitor of Mario. As long as we're talking about. Non Mario combatants, you know, other people that try to I take them down. I would say the original ones are like platformers. Yeah, for sure. But but those Sonics. characters, they never, they just don't hold a candle to the way Mario moves. Mm-hmm. And even when you go back to Mario sixty four, as annoying as it is to move him, it feels really good mm-hmm. still most of the time. And that's not because that's not because of him or the inputs of him. It's the controller that's giving you the problem in your hand. If you had a better controller, if you could play Mario sixty four on say a three DS, which mm-hmm. a lot of people have, mm-hmm. and I have. It's fantastic there because you have the perfect joystick on your left hand, your left thumb. You got the buttons in the right place with your right hand. It just feels great on that controller. I honestly, um, sorry, you can finish what you're saying. It's okay. Um, I honestly, I honestly um, was thinking that like when you said like how it feels to control mm-hmm. Mario, like think about other like action platformers. Mm-hmm. And so Spyro, what do you do? Spyro and Crash, what do you do? Spyro's you- too long. I, I mainly, I'm mainly comparing. Right now, Mario and Spyro. Spyro is bulky to mm-hmm. me. Sometimes he feels too big. Mm-hmm. And occasionally, like, I'll go to jump onto a platform or I'll go to fly a distance mm-hmm. and I'll misjudge how far mm-hmm. I need to go because mm-hmm. because Spyro is so oddly shaped. Right. And he's he doesn't feel heavy mm-hmm. a lot because he because he can fly. Right. And and the character just doesn't feel as good. Yeah, even in the remastered different. versions, That's even in Spyro Reignited. Mm-hmm. And in Crash. I don't know, dude. I'm mostly basing this off of because the most recent Crash experience I've had is in Uncharted 4 where you play the first level of yeah. Crash Bandicoot, which is really fun. Right. But, man, going from a character like Nathan Drake, 
who who's the main character on Uncharted. For those who never played, play Uncharted Four. It's a fantastic game. If you're going from a character who moves perfectly and who is in an open 3D environment that looks almost photorealistic to a quick callback to a PS1 game that is remastered, yeah, but when you play the remaster of Crash, it feels almost the same. Like there's definitely moments where okay, you're coming up to a, you're coming up to a box, you have to crush it, you have to get a, a fruit on the side or whatever. What are the fruits called? Wampa fruits. Dude, that's why you're here. Great, great call out. Wampas. <laughs> that's what they're called. Picking up a wampa. That's right. Um, when you have those and you're trying to get one, your spacing is weird. And you'll go to move, because you're if you never played Crash, you're looking from a front perspective. So you're watching Crash run towards you. And the, or and away the, from you. Usually it's towards, but yeah, or away. And usually it's away. Is Sometimes it usually away? it's towards. It, from my memory, it's mostly towards. Like and you're, stuff if you're is running away you. from like a dinosaur, you're being yeah. chased. There's there's some where you're running away, like Indiana Jones style, and you're running towards you. You're and running crash towards. Crash is looking at you. That's what I'm saying. But then other most of the time, it's Crash is running away from you. Oh okay. Mm-hmm. Well, in those times when he's running towards you, it's weird mm-hmm. because you know normally you're the other way. But the spacing is weird, and, and you can't you can't move as successfully as you can in those games as you can in Mario. Now a close a close second to Mario, I will say, Sly Cooper is really close. Mm-hmm. with his hook when he hangs on stuff it mm-hmm. feels really solid he has weight to him mm-hmm. and i think those developers got it right so it's unfortunate mm-hmm. that they're not really still right. going with sly cooper games well well, well all i was going to say is that like crash bandicoot um all those platformers that we mentioned mm-hmm. i don't think they're in terms of just like mobility just from right off the get-go with the 3d platformers with mario and honestly even the older ones a little bit um with mario what can you do you can walk, you can run, you can jump, you can jump far, you can jump high, you can do a backflip, you can roll, you can roll back, you can mm-hmm. swim, you can do all these. And then Crash and Spyro, it's you jump, you spin, you run and jump. Fly if you're Spyro. Or you fly if you're Spyro. That's and like, it. that's it, you know? Yep. And so it's like three, maybe yep. four. And then right from Mario 64, like you do all those oh, things. Oh, yeah. You know, and so so that in and of itself. You got crouch jumps, you got side jumps, you got yeah. wall jumps, yep. and and they're all jumps. Yes. Uh, Mario to, Odyssey introduces the hat as like an additional. Oh my thing, god, which is like super interesting. Oh, you can dive forward. It would take me twenty minutes to list everything Mario can do mm-hmm. in Mario Odyssey. It just feels or just previous Mario games. Yeah, or any of them. It feels so freeing. Even 3D Land, which is a little more limited of a Mario game, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna suck Mario's dick too much longer here, but um, it's just so. It's so freeing to move as him mm-hmm. in so many ways, but but even 3D Land, which is limited, uh, still feels really solid right. to move, and you can still get a general idea of where the character is in that right. space, even though you're looking at it again from from not his perspective or not right behind him, but um, just in, around him. Right. Know, I, I so, to, so like what all perspective these, would all you call games, that? What? Um, 3D Land when you're looking at Mar. It's more zoomed out. Third person. Third person. Okay. Yeah. Um. Uh. You know, all the, we're we're like saying like Mario's great and these things aren't good. Like, like of course I'm not saying they're not good. They're just our opinions. That's no, just no. my opinion. I just a majority of the games that I re I I replayed, I as a kid I played Crash, Crash Team Racing, Spyro, and Sly Cooper. Like mm-hmm. in terms of this style thing that we're talking about, mm-hmm. I and then Crash Team Racing, which is just like in you know also Crash. It's mm-hmm. good as a racing game. But anyway, um, uh. So they remastered three of those that we've been talking about, and I played Sly Cooper recently, the remastered one that came out a few years ago on PS3, and like, and like I said, like, 
None of those. I played through all of those games, and I was like, "These are not nearly as good." No. Meanwhile, not to say they're bad games. They're they not definitely bad they games. had their place. They had their time, mm-hmm. but it's unfortunate they haven't evolved with. But us, like with as few, Mario has with a few know? of those games, I played them, and like other people also played them mm-hmm. that I know, and like I played Crash Team Racing all the time as a kid with my brother. When they came up with a new one, we played it, and I was when we were like, "This isn't fun. Like this is like we played it for like two hours, and we were like, this isn't this nearly is not as fun.' Good. Um, there's this girl I went to college with, and she grew up playing Sly Cooper. And one mm-hmm. time we hung out, and we were playing Sly Cooper, and um, and we played it, and like we were like trading back like the controller, and we were like, "This this is really easy. Like I mm-hmm. thought this was a lot more fun and intuitive, mm-hmm. but like it's it's not like." Like, I remember as a kid, like, the th- you mentioned the cane. Like, you can do all these mm-hmm. things with the cane, and it's like, you can do this, and you can hook mm-hmm. onto things, and you can grab things, mm-hmm. and you can attack with it, and you can do this different attacks with it. And then, you like, you unlock the different, like, abilities with it as you mm-hmm. play through each level. Yeah. And then, and I was like, wow, there's so many things to choose from. And then I played it recently, and it was like, oh, triangle does this, square does this, circle does this, <laughs> X does this, and it doesn't. It. it doesn't feel it. nearly as groundbreaking like as it when does, you were a kid. It's just like, it's like, wow, this is like, I can mm-hmm. do like a few things and that's it, mm-hmm. you know? Do you think that's because, do you think you feel that way now because the game has aged or because you have aged and now you have more to distract you, your attention deficit is Maybe, a little bit, is a little bit but, less, um, is it more extreme or what do you think? Um, I, as a kid, I played, I mentioned Roller Coaster Tycoon. Um, I played the Sims, the mm-hmm. original Sims, mm-hmm. and they have a bunch of Sims. They have up to Sims 4 now, and they release a million things for all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I played Sims. The last time I played Sims, I have Sims 4 uh, it, on, on my Mac, and it, it uh, I played that game four days ago. <laughs> um, four days. And like, I have a huge house. Mm-hmm. I, like, I love building... Um, you just log in periodically to see yeah, and just like what's just, going on just with play, everybody. Plays the family I have, Quincy. <laughs> the family. Quincy. Quincy Wentworth is my guy. Nice. And his mom Jennifer and uh, his uh, his sister somebody. I don't know. I don't remember. But um, uh, yeah, four days ago or like a week ago or whatever. That's Sims Four, and like it's Sims Four isn't all that different from the original Sims, which I played as a no, kid. No, no, no. Roller Coaster Tycoon is a game that. Because I have a crappy Mac and it's not good for gaming. Mm-hmm. I don't really. I don't today. I don't really. I don't have. I don't really do PC gaming because it's super yeah. super expensive and you have it to is. like build a PC and get a monitor and a TV yeah. and all like and a keyboard and like mm-hmm. a. And I just don't do that. And I know people do that. And people are all like, "Oh, PC master race." I get that. Literally, the only reason I'm not is just money is all. It's and because space it's too. Like, money and space. It's you need thousands a of, of dollars yeah. to make a freaking computer. Yeah. You know, and that's what you have to do if you want to experience things like. Mm-hmm today at their best you know what i mean mm-hmm. and i I'm, i don't want to do that mm-hmm. you know um versus spending you know anywhere from 30 to 60 dollars on some combination of games or game components or whatever mm-hmm. and just experience games that way you know what i mean um but uh so i mentioned I, like my crappy mac i i can't play roller coaster tycoon on it mm-hmm. um i don't have like an older computer and they have it on steam but only for windows and so i'm like mm-hmm. dang I really want to play that game, and I play. Are, ex- are they exclusive with Windows, or is that a Mac thing? It, well, that's just Steam. Can Mac have any game on it? Like, can your Mac laptop play any game on no, it? No, it has to be Mac like accessible. Mm. Um, that's stupid. Yeah, it is stupid. So Windows are better for um, PC or for gaming rather. Um, but like every like growing up, like literally every like four or five years, I would constantly revisit Roller Coaster Tycoon, specifically Roller Coaster Tycoon Two. 
and I'd revisit. I'd be like, this is the best game ever. And like definitely within these past like three years, I would always be like, man, I really wish I could freaking play this game again. You know what I mean? But I can't because, you know, for gaming, Macs suck. And like, I can't, I can't, unless I get Windows on it, you know, but it's just like all this stuff. And so the reason I'm saying this is because these are games I played as a kid that still hold up mm-hmm. and I still enjoy now, yeah. you know? You could say they're di- you could say like Sims Four is different because they have new stuff, but I could play the original Sims right now and still enjoy yeah. it. I would have definitely want the newer Sims, but it's still Sims. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong about that. But. If you have if you have good gameplay mm-hmm. and you have a great idea for a game, it doesn't matter how bad the graphics mm-hmm. get or if they're bad to start with. As long as it's fun, people still enjoy it. And then des- later down the line, you might get a remaster, mm-hmm. and that's the beauty of the times we're living in. A lot of mm-hmm. times, people have these games that they love. And they get a remaster. A good example of that for me, I recently played the updated version of Shadow of the Colossus. Mm -hmm. And that was a game I played a lot when I was a kid. It was Mm -hmm. on PS2. I never had a PS2 when I was a kid, but I had a friend who had one. And he would constantly. I knew a million people. Well, yeah, everybody had a PS2. It was the most highest selling console of all time. Mm -hmm. Uh, Except for, what did we figure out the first, first, first podcast? It was. Nintendo DS. Nintendo DS is the best selling. Yeah. Well, no, for Nintendo. For Nintendo. The first and best selling of console of all time is PS2. It is PS2. And then the DS. Okay. I knew I was right. Anyway. No, you were wrong. You said DS was the first. I originally said PS2 is the best selling console of all time. And then I said, except for. So I was wrong. Except that I was right first. Whatever. No, you were wrong. Okay. I was wrong. PS2 Um, and then DS. You're right. Yeah. Anyway, I had a friend who had one because we all had friends that had PS2s because they were just, you know, I never owned a PS2. But yeah, we were always playing Shadow of the Colossus. Mm-hmm. So I was watching them play Shadow of the Colossus, and then mm-hmm. when when I when I think back to it, it, it's crystal clear in my mind, as I'm sure it is for you and for anybody listening. When you mm-hmm. think of a game you, you played as a kid, mm-hmm. it looked so amazing. Mm-hmm. Like when I think like of Star when I, when I mentioned Harry Potter, yeah, yeah. W- when I think of Star Wars pod racing, it looked awesome. When I think of Banjo Kazooie, it looked amazing. Put it in today, and your standards have changed. Oof. Your standards have changed. Your eyes have changed, and everything is just different. And it, it's this. It's this punch in the Final gut Fantasy to your nostalgia. VII. Oh yeah, you were just, you were talking about Final Fantasy fifteen, mm-hmm. but even that, it's a couple years old, and it doesn't look as good as the Final Fantasy seven remake. No mm-hmm. way, it can't. I mean, they look the same. Final Fantasy seven and Final Fantasy fifteen. The Final Fantasy seven remake and Final Fantasy seven. They look the same. They roughly look the same. But oh, okay. Anyway, play the original Final Fantasy seven and then play then, Final Fantasy seven remake. Like, it's not even the same. Yeah. But yeah, the, they're also not even the same game. It's they cool. Are, it's not. cool when these games that are so beloved get updates but the problem with the updates like we said with spire like we said with crash is they have to adhere it you have to adhere it to the new controller to the new what the new inputs the new gamer who's actually playing it right but and, more and so that, that thing is that the new gamer the new um just like the way games are now like i mentioned earlier mm-hmm. um that like uh uh like man like i can't beat this level in batman mm-hmm. i really want to beat it and you mm-hmm. try and try and try and try and try and you beat it and it's like mm-hmm. yes i finally beat it mm-hmm. you know now, if you don't want to do it, then you just move on. And so it's like games have to like, like, I don't want to say games have to baby you because like they're, no. they're definitely, but like, you know, they have to be accessible. The difficulty, they have to be accessible. Yeah. That's the word. They have to be accessible. They can't be, you know, um, I played, um, I played Bloodborne a few mm-hmm. years ago and like Bloodborne, Dark Souls, Sakura, very, very uh, famously hard games. Those games are very, 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 very difficult. And like, I was just like, and I want to play, I'm playing Sakura now. Um, but I want to play Bloodborne, but like, I literally played it for like a few hours and I was like, man, I can't even make it past this first area. Mm-hmm. This is so freaking difficult. Right. And, uh, and I just stopped and I was like, okay, I'm going to go play this other game. And I, uh, and like, so, as somebody who likes gaming's out gaming, I was like, man, I wish I could, like, I want to do this. 
Like, I want to figure this out and do this, like, learn the difficulty curve and, like, get it done. But I was just like, eh, you know. And so eh. and so that's part of the reason maybe why um, Crash Team Racing and Crash Bandicoot and Psy Cooper and all those things is just, like, not that they're hard, but, like, like they're different than they were because they're they're applied differently. Like, it's a different mm-hmm. game, even though it's the same game. I don't know if that right. makes any sense. Right. But there has, some things have to change if, it, you know. Yeah. No, everything has to be updated. Yeah, and people people focus so often on the graphics. Right. But it's not always about that. I mean, so. all those games I just mentioned, they all look great. They do, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sly Cooper doesn't look bad. Yeah. You know, Jack and Dexter doesn't look bad. Sure, it's a little blocky sometimes, but who cares? Yeah, yeah it, um, graphics graphics don't matter as long as the games play well. Mm-hmm. That's that's the core that a lot of people forget. They're like, oh, this looks so awesome. It's got to be good. Mm-hmm. Could no. be terrible. Yeah, it could be. But usually when something, usually on the other side of that, usually when something looks bad, probably yeah, well, probably looks there's bad. there's a good chance mm-hmm. it's not not 100 percent, but there's a good chance it's probably also programmed bad and i'm not talking about older games that look bad because that's what they had to work with I at mean, the time that's what it was right but i'm talking about like when a new game comes out like uh i played when i first got ps now which we were just talking about a second mm-hmm. ago you don't have ps now but i do mm-hmm. and ps now is is the is the subscription service for games on playstation where you can stream PS4. and play for pace for you and you can play any type of game that they have in the library Mm so you got your batman arkham knights your bioshock is in there i think the original red dead is in there yeah a lot of really classic games are in there so it's a good deal you pay like 10 bucks a month yeah you pay 10 bucks a month and you get it's really fun um i usually try to play at least like two or three from there every month just to check them out Mm -hmm. if i never have played them um but one of the ones i checked out was this game called sniper elite oh no Um, i know this game you know this game okay Mm -hmm. yeah i I don't know why we were playing Warzone and I just felt like I wanted some practice with a sniper and I thought it would be relatively similar, but I'm stupid. And uh, I, I downloaded Sniper Elite. Actually, I downloaded Sniper Elite 2 because the original Sniper Elite came out in... I think there's a few games in There's the a series. bunch, yeah. I think there's like four. Mm-hmm. Um, but the original one came out in 2009 mm-hmm. and I thought, yeah, I'm going to go a little older. So the one they had on there was, 2000, was uh, 2012's uh, Sniper Elite 2. Mm-hmm. So I downloaded it. Literally, the first cutscene was straight up N64 level graphics, dude. It oh, looks no. so bad. And again, I'm not gonna judge a book by its cover. Maybe it's still fun. Golden Eyes fun. It's got you know uh, uh, N64 I, graphics. I didn't play Golden Eyes a lot. You weren't a big Golden Eye guy. I because I, I didn't play N64. That's true. Kid. Yeah. But oh, dude, I don't. Golden Eye doesn't hold up. I I'm amazed the ba- the battery in my N64 cartridge still held up for mm-hmm. as long as it did because. Up my N64 cartridge of of Goldeneye because if you don't know, every Nintendo cartridge had an internal battery in it. That's why sometimes on your Pokemon games, the internal battery has run dry. Mm-hmm. Ruby Sapphire, no more. Yep. Say that. Gold, yeah, and and if you if you would sometimes turn it on, it would just say it just wouldn't work, or it wouldn't save well, your no, game. It, it or whatever. would say it would say that in Ruby <coughs> and Sapphire because yeah. because in Ruby and Sapphire it mm-hmm. had um, because it had a battery mm-hmm. it had an in-game clock mm-hmm. which it didn't it wasn't night or day there was just a clock in yep. the game that yep. would like keep going at what you set yep. it at yep and that's and all so it's, it was. it's running that clock in the game mm-hmm. and you have through to, that yeah, battery through the battery so once that dies it's it's i found out recently it's not that hard to change mm-hmm. you could potentially take it to a game mm-hmm. uh store and they would fix it for you or whatever which i never knew i thought once it died like it just doesn't work anymore mm-hmm. but yeah man hours and hours of gold knife four player 
on a little CRTV or a little like uh, you know Panasonic, mm-hmm. uh, maybe like a twenty Channel inch three. screen. Yeah, just yeah. me and my friends grouped around it playing Goldeneye. No screen watching, man. You can't look at my screen. Right. You can't but be. If, but if you you honestly, can't be this certain honestly, character. Like a lot of people are like a lot of people like to play older games and like those are the only games they play because like like they'll they'll play Goldeneye as a kid mm-hmm. and they'll start growing up and they'll and they'll stop playing games mm-hmm. and they'll be like I want to play some games my right. my old friend is back in town so let's let's boot up some Goldeneye yeah and sure like they could love it I'm sure you know mm-hmm. and like they'll but like if we play Goldeneye right now we're not gonna have a good time it will be the absolute like worst headache in the world we could we could but it'll be I, we have all the controllers broken out i got the n64 at home we could we break could, it out and play but it. it wouldn't be enjoyable no. it wouldn't be fun it wouldn't be productive no. just because the controls are different and yeah. it looks terrible and it would be clunky and like just not good mm-hmm. flagship historical game mm-hmm. doesn't play well right. right 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 but yeah for sure what was i saying about goldeneye that jump that jumped me there oh sniper elite um sniper elite looks like garbage that's yeah. my that's my point. It looks like garbage. Yeah, plays like garbage. Like some games now are just bad. It's the the, the controls games. aren't very intuitive. It's just not a fun, not a fun experience. And I don't think it's a good way to do it. We're back. We're back. Is that what I should say? We're back. Uh, Looney Tunes back in action. <laughs> um, back to the past, Samurai Jack. But yeah. Um, it's Samurai Jack. Samurai. That's how he says it in the Samurai. They're coming out with a game uh, about Samurai Jack. Are they really? Like re- like like soon. That show is interesting because they they did a couple. They did four seasons uh, in a semi regular upload, mm-hmm. not an upload schedule, but a semi regular time frame of release. release yeah. Schedule. Excuse me. And then um, people really wanted that fifth season because it's mm-hmm. it didn't the fourth season so didn't like tie up the story. Twelve years later, they released. They just. It put it out mm-hmm. they were like oh here's season five and here's how the story wraps up and it was pretty pretty good mm-hmm. the animation had progressed a little bit and mm-hmm. they did some I had watched cooler stuff show. oh i definitely recommend it dude that's a great show um it's on most services yeah. i think it's on hulu samurai jack but yeah they're coming out with yeah. a game for that i see ads for it like mm-hmm. i saw an ad for it earlier today and it's it's like a 3d-ish samurai mm-hmm. jack game and yeah. it's like a three third person looks cool something, something blah, looks blah. cool i mean you haven't seen it sounds cool Sounds cool. There it is. Um, <laughs> Looks good. I believe you had a tale for me you were going to tell. I d- yeah, I do. Um, it is a gripe. It is a full-on... Oh, no. It is a full-on fit that I have about a certain You're gonna vent. game. I'm going to vent a little bit about this game I'm playing. I'm playing Doom Eternal Doom right Eternal. now. Um, I recently bought it, and I finished all my Bioshocks. I finished all my... Well, not Bioshock Infinite. You're right. I finished the two I wanted to play. I right like now. how if this if this game is any or sorry if this podcast is anything, <laughs> it's a compendium of your Bioshock saga tale. through the Bioshock series. Yeah, it'll be the final episode, and I'll say I finally finished Bioshock Infinite. So thanks for tuning into episode 118. <laughs> They'll come out with a new one, and I'll be like, "Damn it! Damn, <laughs> here's it. a new one." I'll see you guys in 200 more. No, I'd, episodes. I'd I'd play a new Bioshock, but anyway. Um, finally finished all the other games I wanted to play and I started Doom Eternal and I played it pretty late at night and I was telling you this too but it's funny uh, Bio, uh, not Bioshock uh, Doom mm. Doom is a Christian game did you know that? Uh, I am familiar with what, yeah. why, how it's Christian and for those of you who know what Doom is it's a very violent people know what Doom very is very gruesome we talked about it last podcast for those of you who don't know what Doom is it's very violent gruesome and for those of you who do know what it is you'll know what I'm talking about 
That's all. You play as a guy, kill Wanted demons. Kill in demons. very gory ways. Oh, yeah. But it's fine because they're demons. Mm-hmm. Similar to Wolfenstein. It's fine because they're Nazis. Who mm-hmm. cares? Uh, but yeah, the, this game is really fun. I will say it's funny to me. They added they added like wacky sound effects to some of the death. Mm-hmm. So like you'll rip a you'll rip a monster's eyeball out and it'll be like it's like a pop or like oh, you'll stab a guy. It'll be like zoing like it, like it made little fun sound effects like that. Oh, I don't know why. Why um, is it Christian? It's Christian because you're technically on a religious conquest to vanquish which the, isn't true at all no no definitely not to vanquish um the demon hell spawn from the earth and that's what you're doing the whole game so As you're literally killing demons it's from hell. it's technically approved by the vatican i think as because a as a christian piece of as a christian piece of artwork which is really funny to me well work um, i wouldn't say work. artwork whatever you want to call it a piece of work yeah. christian um, yeah, the idea in general it's because it's anti hell it's anti anti whatever yeah which is awesome. <laughs> so yeah, play play Doom Eternal. Um, play Doom Eternal. No, play Doom Eternal. But play Doom Eternal but and also be wary of this. Remember to pray. <laughs> remember to pray that the hell spawns. No, off just pray in general. Sure. What do you mean? That's what I was saying. Yeah, that's like, fine. Like play Doom Eternal. <laughs> period. Also pray. pray also pray. Unrelated. <laughs> period. The Christian the Christian morals to continue. Yeah, I was just gonna say. When you when you pause Doom Eternal, you are greeted with a a menu of sorts. A typical the, menu. Typical menu. Typical pause screen. There is five or six options. One of which is resume. Uh, game. Resume, obviously. There's there's uh, settings. Your options. Your basic exit stuff. Exit game. Exit game. That sort of stuff. The big offender here is the setting reset mission. Okay. Now. I'm doing really bad on this mission. I'm really doing mad, bad on this level. Yeah. I can't kill. The, I missed something back there. I missed something back there. In my mind, uh, I'm gonna hit reset mission so I can start the level over and get that thing. That's what I'm thinking. Or not even the level, just the checkpoint you're at, because it's a pretty linear story through this this super gr- grotesque, messed up world. And as you go through, there's secrets no you can find. I'm doing a no hit speed run. Yeah. And I got hit, so I got to revert. Yeah. Now, reset mission. Because it was my first time playing it. I played in for about an hour and a half. And Reset Mission is there just tantalizing you as the second option from the bottom. So I'm thinking, okay, they don't want people just to... Just above exit game. They don't want... <laughs> yeah, they don't want people to click it on accident. So it's not next to resume just or anything. Just in case you restart and go back to your checkpoint. Yeah. There's, it's not right next to resume. It's not right next to quit. I think they understand yeah. the proximity right. of restart okay. mission. Okay. So, so <laughs> resume, no, resume is at the top, <laughs> quit is at the bottom. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. <laughs> Just paint a really good mental Back it picture. Up. What's at the top? <laughs> resume is at the top. Most easily accessible is resume at the top. Just one of the options is Says reset, reset mission. reset mission, yes. When you click reset mission, it does not take you back to the beginning of your checkpoint. It takes you back to the home screen and deletes your entire save file, so, so, which is not so okay. So in some games, you can click new game. Like yeah. Pokemon, for example, you can click new game. Yep. You start it, you experience it. And if you turn your game off and mm-hmm. you don't save it, doesn't matter. You get all your stuff back. If you wanted to do that, though, in Pokemon or in any game. Or a lot of games have it. You would have to be on the home screen. It clearly some, says... I will say some have new game as in as a start menu. In the start menu? Yes, and it's new game, but it's new game. It would say new game, mm-hmm. not 
reset mission. Because mm-hmm. in my mind, reset is like, oh, I messed that part up. I'm going to reset real quick. And it'll take me back to where I saved last, right? That's what takes I'm you, thinking. Takes you back to the menu. Yeah. Now, reset mission is the second to last option. Above that, right next to resume, is load checkpoint. Now, here's why I didn't click load checkpoint. Because load checkpoint was the one I wanted. And I found this out now. Load checkpoint, to me, feels like load a new file or load a new point in the game. Mm-hmm. Right? Which, like I did, which I didn't think I wanted to load because I hadn't hit a checkpoint in a while. But I did want to go back to a checkpoint. So I don't know why I didn't click load. But it just didn't seem like the right wording. It didn't mm-hmm. seem like the right option. Mm-hmm. So I didn't click it. Okay? I will now, but I did not at the time. So I clicked reset. And you know what my real big problem with it is? Mm. Not that it did it. Not that it had the audacity. You were only like an hour and a half in. I wasn't very far, so it's not a huge deal. you still played a bunch. Yeah. Not that it it did that to me, really. Because it's it's a little annoying, but like today I powered back through and it was fine. Yeah. Um, But just the fact there was no, are you sure... (laughs) This is what like, you want to like do. Almost as if it's like a, like a middle finger. Yeah. Middle finger or like a, it's it's in the start screen. Like an illusion of difficulty. Yeah. It's like oh, it's, if you press this, you're screwed. Yeah, right. It's in the start screen, so there's a pretty good chance you could pause it. That's like set, set your controller down, and someone could walk up to your thing on accident, or even just even just like, someone could like pick up your controller in, and hit the button and reset your whole game. That's like being in like a submarine, and there's like and there's like and there's like the like the control panel mm-hmm. and the different things and there's like the radar button mm-hmm. and like the I don't know what buttons are on like the steering wheel and all these things just like it's like go forward button go back button go right button open all the doors underwater button right it's right next to go it go up button it's right above the quit mission <laughs> right. button on the bottom right right like it's, um, it's above the turn the light on in the cockpit right. button right well and usually in submarines there's like two people got to turn a key you got to lift a hatch that sort of yeah, stuff, and all this stuff there's or, there's or other there's other processes that have to be done mm-hmm. to do this and in most games it's if like, you're if you're going to reset a game if you're going to delete your whole file, it'll at least have the decency mm-hmm. to ask you, hey, dumbass, yeah. are you sure that you want to do this? Because there's no going twice. back. Most games say it twice. Most games will say, most games will do that reverse button command thing mm-hmm. where instead of being yes, no, like you're really accustomed to, it'll be no, yes. Right. You ever experienced that? Yeah. yeah. So even if you accidentally are like. And it'll say like, it'll, it'll say like um, something like. Uh, It'll it'll redden. It'll be like this will delete your save data. Mm-hmm. It's like all caps and all red. Big warning. Right. Big deal. Like right. it should be there, but no. You click reset mission, and your game is gone. It loads and it looks like oh a new a new like it looks like you died. Mm-hmm. Right. It's the same you, like, screen as if you died. There's there's over. a little there's a little panel that shows you like oh here's this what this enemy does here and so I'm thinking mm-hmm. oh I'm gonna go back to my last checkpoint perfect that's exactly what I wanted to have right. happen. And I, the reason I clicked reset is because in the previous Doom, in the previous Doom, sorry, in the I'm really I'm really worked up. This is very upsetting for me. In the previous I told Doom, I to move back because he's clipping the mic. Yeah, he's I so am. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Turn my turn my gain down a little bit That's so I can yell more. There you go. How's Beautiful. That? How do I sound now? Oh my god! I turned it back <laughs> up a little bit. Oh and it's like burn. <laughs> See, I'm looking at the glyph over yeah, I, here right I now. I saw it's it. Like, I'm watching the I'm watching the audio. My, my the light turned red, and that's how you know. Like, it's, that's bad news. Anyway, 
Sorry for your sorry to your ears. That was I'm not sorry. We'll be a little more we'll be a little more tender after this moment. We'll just it'll just be you and me here on the NPR podcast. Everybody. Everybody welcome. I'm Bruce Pillman. Uh here we go. <laughs> welcome to ASMR cast. No, anyway. Um the screen looked exactly like the reset screen or you just died screen. So I'm thinking, okay, I'm good. And then the opening credits started again. The opening cutscene. And it's like, we've sent only you, rip and tear. And I'm like, what the hell? I was so mad. Because, again, I hadn't made it super far, but far enough that I was like, this is such a load of BS. I was so mad. Yeah. But word of warning, if you play Doom Eternal, well, I honestly don't click reset mission. I honestly hope for your sake that you hit the button again, honestly. (laughs) Um, just on accident that honestly like i remember when you were telling me about that earlier today i i was like the way like it was shown like it was shown and mm-hmm. you're telling me about it it's like it's like the developer like bethesda put it there as like uh mm-hmm. it's like a middle finger kind of like i said it's like it's like a joke it's like oh if you push this i'll screw you mm-hmm. like it's like it's like a that's kind of what it feels like. Well, I haven't experienced too many games where you can reset your save file within the start menu. Mm-hmm. It's one thing to to close the game out, mm-hmm. go back to the home screen of the game, the opening title screen. Then you can do it. Mm-hmm. Then it's fine. Am I too quiet now? No, you're good. I'm good. Okay, sorry. I, I'm seeing the. No, you're good. I'm seeing That's the wave graph there. Majority of the podcast. Okay. If I'm too you. if I'm too loud, comment comment below. And if I'm too quiet, comment uh, above. Comment above. Yeah. Yeah, wait till wait till there's a new platform. Uh, what's <laughs> your somewhere. favorite Game Boy Color game? Ooh, you know what's funny? I was cleaning out my car the other day, and I found a Game Boy Color game in one of my. What teaching was it? Bags. Mary Kate and Ashley's it Mystery was, Journey. Was, I mentioned this game on the podcast because I, I not Mystery Journey. That's a different. No, game. no. But they had a mystery solving game. They did, game and 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 someone someone I know is very invested in the Mary Kate and Ashley video game series, and it's it's funny that you mentioned it. Uh, my girlfriend Andrew is very invested in it. Okay, cool. Yeah. Anyway, my <laughs> is that your favorite game? Is Mary Kate and Ashley's Cool Journey? To no, the mall? no, know. definitely not. That wasn't that wasn't for me. What's your favorite Game Boy? Or what's what's Game what's Boy your... Advance? My favorite Game Boy Advance color. game. Color. Oh, color. Game Boy Color. Dude. Did you ask me because my phone is a Game Boy Color game? No, it's because I wanted to ask you. Um, I'm going to exclude the Pokemon games what's your because game I probably I probably played those most, obviously, and I'm sure everybody did. My favorite Game Boy Color game is Wario Land Three. Mine is Yu Gi Oh. Dark Duel Stories yours because I'm pretty sure lame. because I'm pretty sure that is the only Game Boy Color game that I played that wasn't Pokemon. What's the deal with Yu-Gi-Oh games? Is it the card game on a cartridge or is it like Yu-Gi-Oh games? Is you just have cards but they're okay. virtual. Gotcha. But then Yu-Gi-Oh also has real. That was cards. on Game Boy Color. Yep. When did Yu-Gi-Oh come out? Uh, like 1996. For real? Mm-hmm. I thought it was 2000. Because remember, well, well Does, that was did one... it coincide with Pokemon or no? Yeah, well, because like remember, came out around, the around same time. 2000 to 2005 ish, that was when the Yu-Gi-Oh anime was running, and people knew that. That's when the anime was running, um, but the card game was out well before that. Just four years. That's in, a long Japan, time, though. I mean, Japan think about was. it, like, and it technically was here, but it didn't get popular beca- okay. until the show. And everybody, and then everybody at school would be like, "Yo, I got the new Blue Eyes White Dragon or mm-hmm. the new Dark Magician." The cards that were from the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and not a lot of people know this, but Yu-Gi-Oh is still going on. And recently, they, they released their ten, ten thousand, ten thousandth. I can't say it. Both. <laughs> their ten <laughs> thousandth. Sa- thousandth. Can you really not say thousandth? Ten thousandth. Oof. Why can't I say it? I don't know. Ten thousandth. There is there, it is. is there a D in the middle of thousandths? Ten 
thousandth. Wow. I'm All trying right. to say the D, T H, ten thousandth. Yeah, well, ten thousandth. Ten thousandth. Ten thousandth. Why can't I? They they released that number card, and it's you literally called. Three, you say three pretty, obvi- pretty <laughs> well, so. I mean, because I, I can't say three. You say three? F- f- no, fui. <laughs> F-W-E. Fui. What are your fui favorite Nintendo color games? <laughs> what are you afraid of the dark for? Oh, man. Um, afraid. Um, uh, uh But that card. Mm-hmm. The ten thousandth one. It's called ten thousand dragon. Okay. And it has a sp- like has a rarity that only that hard ca- well only a few card hat cards have, um, and guess how much that card. So so a lot of Yu Gi Oh cards sell for a lot of money. Like some of them hundreds. Welcome back to Yu Gi Oh card. Welcome cast, back everybody. to Yu Gi Cast. I'm your host Yami Yugi. <laughs> I'm your host Kiba. Kaiba. Oh, I knew it was Kaiba. See, I knew it was either Kiba or Kaiba. Oh. No, I knew. I knew. I felt, You're a third-rate duelist with a fourth-rate deck. <laughs> but I felt like that's whatever, a meme. I felt way. like whatever one I said was gonna be wrong. <laughs> I bought Yu-Gi-Oh cards earlier Kaiba. today. Um, yeah, you did. But uh, you mentioned it earlier. But anyway, um, I don't know what I'm saying. The year is 2020, and Colin bought <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh cards today. Dude, I love Yu-Gi-Oh cards. I it's love great, Yu-Gi-Oh. It's very fun, you. like collecting on my play with Joe. Is this, is this a Yu-Gi-Oh podcast now? Are we changing? No. Guess how much ten thousand dragon costs? Ten thousand dragons. Uh, I'm not just gonna go with the. I was gonna go with the obvious one. Ten thousand dollars. Um, a little less than that. I would say five hundred bucks. Nope. Two hundred. Nope. No, up. Okay. A uh, thousand. Nope. Oh, sorry. One thousand. No, it's ten thousandth. There oh, it is. you're right. Sorry. One thousandth dollars. I can say thousand. It's just That's good. Ten thousandth. I'm really proud there of you. Thanks, Dad. Fifteen hundred dollars. Fifteen hundred. That's mm-hmm. a lot for a single card. Just because of the collector, is like it the rarity like, of it? Is it the most powerful card? No, Can no. it? No, it's just no, no. rare. It's just a collector thing. Gotcha. Yeah, honest. I never knew that that Yu-Gi-Oh was running a card game for four years, and then the anime came. I always thought it was just, mm-hmm. but that it was right in sync with it. It's 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 like it's like a lot of things that are in Japan, like Pokemon and stuff. It's like mm-hmm. they'll do stuff there differently how they do it here, or and or they'll do stuff there. Um, that uh, is, they release it first and then we okay. get it here. I got gotcha. you. do that a lot. Um, yeah, of course. That kind of thing. But anyway. Um, oh, I have a correction to make from from the first from the first episode. Speaking, there's of, a lot of Yu-Gi-Oh games. Um, yeah. Like speaking games, of, but it's just the card speaking game. of stuff Video though. Games, I mean. Speaking of stuff though that was released in Japan and then comes to the states. I have a correction to make from the first episode. Do it. Uh, we said originally that the Nintendo Entertainment System came out in, in 1987. 87, which when you Google it. It had a widespread release in 1987, so we were partially correct. We were mostly correct. But it had a test market release in America, New York City, in 1985. So technically, uh, we were corrected that it came out in 1985. Yes. So thank you for correcting us. We're always happy to be corrected. Please comment below with any corrections you might have. Our agent called, um, and she said that uh, that was problematic, and they they ran a fact check on it. Um, it's important that we're a hundred percent correct and factual because other, because where else do people get their information? I mean, how do we build a good reputation and how can we be considered a credible source? Yeah. Well, we did, we did point out to our defense that the Famicom came first and that came out in 1985. And then in that same year, and then that same year they released the gray box NES Nintendo in New York, in New York city. And then it came to LA and then it came to a bunch of other cities and then eventually, eventually it was everywhere. 
Um, but yeah, so my, our bad or my bad, whoever said it. I think it was my bad, but also it was, it was in my in bads. my defense, I literally I didn't looked, correct you. So it was both our bads. In my defense, I corrected you from 1985, but in my defense, I looked it up and I literally typed in, "When did NES come out in US?" Mm-hmm. and it said 1987. Mm-hmm. But then we fact checked it again. We checked on Ask Jeeves. On Ask Jeeves, which is another <laughs> callback. It gave us the correct answer. Um. Oh man, dude. Uh, Did you ever play? Um, what is your favorite Game Boy Color game? Oh, I Wario, said Wario, Wario Land Three. And yeah, mine's yeah. Dark Duel Stories because um, I don't play. I don't think I played anything. That's a else. really. That's a really weird. I really actually. Um. I. I. I physically destroyed that cartridge. Wario Land Three. N- no, dude. Uh, Dark Duel Stories. Yu-Gi-Oh! Oh, you're, Dark you're, Duel Stories. Why'd you destroy it if you love it so much? Uh, I didn't say I love it. I was just say it was my favorite one because it was the only one I played that wasn't Pokemon. You accidentally destroyed it. No, I. I purposely destroyed it. Oh, I, I why? Was in, I was in middle school with a friend of mine, and I was like. Hmm. Um, and I was like, uh, Henry and Henry and I were like, what is this garbage? And I was like, that's Yu-Gi-Oh! Dark Duel Stories, man. What do you mean? DDS. What do you mean? Um, he's like, this is, you play Yu-Gi-Oh! And I was like, yeah. And I was like embarrassed. Um, and he was like, okay. And he was like, this game is trash. I was like, yeah, it is garbage. Because at the time I had one, pred- there's, there's a, there's an alarm going by or a siren. A, a siren car what are they called police cars. ambulance ambulance <laughs> the amber lamps amber lamps um sorry about that uh at that time i we had, really need to shut the street down next time we're gonna do a podcast at that, at that time i had uh oh on the ds so why the hell would i want to play it on stinky game boy color so you destroyed the cartridge yeah because what else would you do as a 13 year old I mean, so I remember we we preserve? we we nailed it. We nailed it to a ah, a plank of wood, oh, and then dude. just like pried it apart, dude. Mm-hmm. That's so a, so Yu-Gi-Oh. That was the last cartridge you were in the a world. Sick little bastard, weren't you? No, it was just two Yu-Gi-Oh. Dark Duel stories. That specific cartridge. Oh, you were only violent towards aging Yu-Gi-Oh. Games. No, only <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh. Dark Duel stories. <laughs> So there was um, never another instance of you being violent towards any other Yu-Gi-Oh game? No, just Yu-Gi-Oh Dark Duel stories. Okay, <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> oh, man. Um, well, anyway, uh, that's just a little bit about... Uh, Can I talk about Wario Land 3? I mean, if you want. Did you Did you? Did <laughs> I you, literally did mentioned you break its name. It? I liked it. Did you break it? <laughs> I didn't break I lost it. Thanks for tuning in to 1v1 cast. Uh... That was a joke, Andy. Andy gave me a look. He's like, why are we done? It was We're like, going till 9. I know. Oh, okay. And it's 7.15 p.m. right yeah. now. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> buckle up. Buckle up. Just kidding. We buckle up, be, buckaroos. We got, we, got, we got a little bit left in us. Um, um, I think Talk about a, your dumb game, dude. Yeah, no, I <laughs> I will. When people hear when people hear Wario, they think Wario where the really weird ones where you like those are the best Wario. Games. Oh, they're really fun, but they're weird, and you have to do like Wario where is like a series of mini games, like yeah, really wacky and goofy. And fun you have to do games. like crazy things. They were really fun on the Wii and other other consoles. They had, had attachments for uh, well, some of the cartridges for like Game Boy and mm-hmm. stuff would have like a built-in like gyroscope and thing. You could shake your Game so you'd, Boy. So you'd shake the Game Boy mm-hmm. or like rotate it or whatever. Like this one did not. Uh huh. It was literally just well, it was a platformer. It was a little platformer, very similar Not to like. Aware. It actually was. It actually was another Idiot. game that came out on Virtual Boy. Um, the same. The same Wireland Three. It's Wireland Three. 
Oh. Wireland 3 was a virtual boy game, but they also had it on Game Boy Color. Can I call it like Wireland 3, like something Woods or something like that? Or um, is it just I don't, 3? I can't remember. I got to look it up. Is there a subtitle? It might have a subtitle. I really got to check. But it's it like had. something Woods. It was basically just a little platformer game. It was fun. Uh, probably one of my earlier experiences to a sub Mario character that wasn't Mario or Peach or. In other Luigi. words, a spinoff. A spinoff, yeah. That's what Wario was. Um, and there wasn't a whole lot of them back then. You know, today you got your Mario Karts, your Mario Tennis, and your everything. But yeah, back in which, the day. Which, at this point, aren't spinoffs. Because they're games in and of themselves. They're their own series, yeah. Um, but like, it's just like, what games are other Mario? But it's like racing oh, games, sports dude. Games. Looking at this, looking at this box art, it just takes me back. <laughs> what, what is it called? Mario Land 3? Mario Land 3, that's it. Mario Land 3. That's dumb. That's all it was. Game Boy Color. Wario Land 3 is a video game released on stupid. Mario's archival Wario... Archival. Archrival. Mario's archrival, I'm sorry. Mario's archrival Wario must free a mysterious figure who is trapped inside a music box. Wario Land 3 was a critical commercial success and released in 2001. Yeah, that sounds about right. I think I had it. I will put... I think I had in like 2002. I will put a point on the board for each of us, a demerit for each of us for (laughs) mispronouncing easy words. Yeah, thank you. But mine is harder though. Ten thousand... Ten thousandth archival, archival. I thought I was gonna say archived. It's archived here, but no, archival, arch. For some reason, I thought archrival was two words. I don't know why I thought that. It is. It's a compound word. So archrival. Ten. Yeah, but I thought I thought there was a space. His archrival, or at least a hyphenated word, arch. Ten thousandth. Yeah, thousandth is definitely prom- one word. Like I'm literally trying to say this word. Ten thousandth. Apparently, apparently, this game counts as a Metroidvania. That's kind of cool. So it's not fully a platformer um, uh, or a two D side. Loosely considered a Metroidvania loosely, because yeah. that genre didn't exist before that. Yeah. And, well, actually, it well the the genre wasn't solidified as a genre mm-hmm. then. But Metroid mm-hmm. and Castlevania were out then. Mm-hmm. Games, not just the originals. Yeah, man. Ten, Wario, ten thousandth. Was a, <laughs> still going. Wario was a hoot though. You could you had a he's uh, a he had a lot. He had a lot darker bosses than Mario had, like not just stuff with faces on it or, or characters that you're familiar with, like Bowser. But he would have he would have like weird shapes that or a face that had really ugly and, and distinct features. And I, and it was a nice clear cartridge Game Boy Color game too. Mm-hmm. Um, here's the cartridge. Do you want to know exactly what else is cartri- uh, clear? Yu-Gi-Oh! Dark Duel stories. <laughs> <laughs> so if it was clear, why did you need to pry it open to find out what was inside? I didn't say I had to find out what was inside. You just had to get it open. Yeah, I, I mean, I had to destroy it. Okay, that's fair. But yeah, it's clear. Think I, I think I have destroyed a game before. Dude, most most game uh, Game Boy Color games were clear. Hmm. Only a few were colored. What's the worst game that you own that you've actually played? You own a physical copy of it. You didn't nail it to so a board. So not Yu-Gi-Oh! Dark Duel stories? <laughs> no. <laughs> you didn't nail them to a board. Well, well, hang on. Before we continue, what were you saying about the bosses? That they were just like weird? They're weirder than Mario bosses, yeah, because they're not What fam- was the word you used to describe them? Uh, ugly. <laughs> no, it, st- it starts with a D. Disgusting? No, it starts with a D. What did I say? It starts with a D. It's the opposite know. of light. Dark? You go dark duel story. I just wanted to say that. That's all. Okay. Well, I'm glad you forced that one out of me. It was really, really well comedically timed. I do what I need. Okay. For Yu Gi Oh! Uh, dark here's, duel story. Here's stories. just an example of some of the bosses. Like, just weird. Oh, that weird, is weird. Weird critters, and especially the face in the weird. middle. Uh, that rabbit in the top uh, looks kind of like a I Mega Man villain. Yeah. I can see it, but oh, I can sorry. sort of see it. I can zoom in. Look at this guy. 
Oof. Yeah. This weird purple rabbit and yellow shorts. What did you say he's from? Like he looks like he's from. <laughs> uh, he looks like he's from. He looks like a Mega Man villain, kind of. Not at all. Maybe a little bit. Not zero percent. Not a Mega Man villain, but like you know the big you know the big robot cats in Mega Man that you have to fight in Mega Man Two. Mm-hmm. It kind of reminds me of like the rabbits in that game. Wrong. In Mega Man Two. A little bit. Wrong. No. Okay. Well. Wrong. Well, that'll be that rabbit we are thumbnail for the video, and you um, can judge for yourself. What, what did you just ask me before I talked about Yu-Gi-Oh! Dark Duel Are stories? there any... What is your worst game, meaning the one that you hate the most, that you've if, ever if, owned? If I own a game... Not like, even that you still own it, but one that you you owned a physical copy of at one point, and you you had it, and you just hated the game. So, and you were in most instances uh, with games like that, I just sell the game shortly after like after yeah. playing it and i just let it sit for a while mm-hmm. like having like the a bit of uh sentimentality or mm-hmm. uh sunken cost fallacy mm-hmm. towards it where i'm like well i bought this game sometimes for a lot of money mm-hmm. and so now i'm not get, gonna so play you want to get your money's worth from it right and so yeah, i'll sit on the game for a while mm-hmm. and then eventually i'll be like I'm not playing this ever again. I'm, yeah. just, I'm just, I'm done with this game. That's fair. Um, so uh, I bought two games on Switch recently. Um, oh, they're recent games. Well, I, I can think of at least three. All of them on Switch, actually. actually. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so in previous podcasts, I've mentioned that I really like life sim games. Mm-hmm. And there's this game on Switch called My Time at Porsche. Excuse me. Um, and uh, it's like a lot of people say, like, oh, this game is really good. It's just like Harvest Moon and um, Stardew Valley, mm-hmm. um, which are two of my favorite games. Is it? And I played it for like a f- like an hour or two, mm-hmm. and there was and I was like, I don't want to learn all this stuff. I don't want to learn the, all these right. people's names. I don't want to learn this like weird mechanic. It's and, a lot. And all these things, and I was like, so that. Um, and then I really like the anime. My both of us really like the anime My Hero Academia. Mm-hmm. And there has been, oh, dude. they released two fighting yeah. games. Um, now, to be fair, we haven't played the second one. My, it's the same thing. My Heroes, the My one. Hero One's Justice is yeah. the name of it, and I Ugh. bought that for Switch. And Andy and I played it for Oof. like a half hour, and we were like, "What the hell yeah. is this?" Yeah, big game? big misstep, Nintendo. Um, and then the other one, the first <laughs> one I thought of um, was so I don't I still have those two games, but I've never played them. Mm-hmm. I still kind of want to give them a try, but yeah. I don't know. Um, and the other one. And there's a different reason for this is Sonic Mania. But that was because the only reason I didn't like it, neither of us liked it, was because we didn't play those games as a kid. Not as much as others. And everybody's yeah. like, this game's a triumph. It's just like the old ones. It's just like the old ones. And I was like, wow, it has great reviews. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get this game. It looks great. It looks fun. Got it. And I was like, this is terrible. I hate mm-hmm. this. And then it was like, oh, it was because I didn't play the original ones, you know, and I wasn't used to that. And I, like, that's why, you know. Right. Um, so I would get, I guess off the top of my head without taking those the time three. to think, I would say some, like any of those three. Mm-hmm. Are um, you going to nail them to a board now? No, I won't. I'll probably just sell them. Okay. Because, you know, there it's not, some, it's not Yu-Gi-Oh, it's someone. not Yu-Gi-Oh Dark Duel stories. I will say. <laughs> They're worth something to someone. They're not mm-hmm. as worthless as Yu-Gi-Oh right. Dark, Dark, what is it? Uh, Yu-Gi-Oh Dark Duel stories. Dark Duel stories. I almost you, said Dark Soul stories. The, the, ma- the matches that you play in Yu-Gi-Oh are called duels. Yeah. So like. Let's talk. Let's let's duel. Time speaking to of duel. Speaking of Dark Souls, that's what Yugi says. The main character of Yu-Gi-Oh! Of the first series of Yu-Gi-Oh! Every time he says duel, he has to say No, that's what it is in the here. I'll play it for you. Can you? While you're pulling that up. No, wait. Oh come on! 
I've heard the intro, man. I know what you're no, talking you about. No, you haven't. Okay. That's what it is. Wow. Truly inspiring that's, content. That's from Yu-Gi-Oh. That's or, really awesome. Or, wait, wait. Are you going to play a more recent version of a Yu-Gi-Oh anime? This is 10 hours. <laughs> Record the whole thing and put it up as episode this 5. This is hour 6, minute 45. Oh my god. <laughs> and let me spoil it for you. It ends with... Does it actually end with a duel? I really hope so. <laughs> oh, it's, I don't want to scrub and like get there exactly. All right. It ends with duel. He says duel. At the end of as the 10-hour video. As in... As in Yu-Gi-Oh! Dark Duel Stories. Oh, my God. All right. <laughs> what were you going to say? I'm sorry. I no, was talking okay. about Yu-Gi-Oh! Was, Dark Duel Stories. That was definitely funny. Uh, <laughs> my, my, one of my one of my le- most loathed games from my childhood. Welcome back to Yu-Gi-Oh! Dark Duel Stories <laughs> cast. <laughs> one of my most loathed games ever that I owned, and still own, by the way. I never, I never threw it out or sold it or nailed it to anything, mm-hmm. was Glover. Glover. Oh, no. Glover. Glover on the N64. Bubsy. It's it's close to Bubsy. I would I would like Glover. It. Okay, I hear you. I, I hear would you. equate it close to Bubsy. Um, Glover is is a glove that's sentient, and you have to go through mm-hmm. the levels, and it's a platformer, and it's polygonal, and it sucks. It's Oof. not it's not good. It's not fun. Some people like it. Uh, I've heard I've heard people say it's like one of the N sixty four classics, but I don't know. There's something about the the dark sound of 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 laughing that happens maybe throughout a lot of the transitions because it is kind of a dark game like the whole time like Yu-Gi-Oh Dark Duel stories yeah like like the whole time <laughs> <laughs> always um, like there's a lot of times where you just hear this super creepy laughter oh, in the I'm background saying. and uh, I I just maybe it just scared me as a kid but um, I'm not really sure if it's because of this. Oh, that is creepy. That reminds really me. Of, creepy, that right? reminds me of um, the Shadow Temple from Ocarina of Time. There are there are some creepy things in, in that game in Ocarina mm-hmm. of Time. Yeah, that's kind of what it sounds like. A little so bit. That that definitely is creepy. A little bit. Definitely scary. Maybe it's because it was scary. Maybe it's because it was hard. I don't know. Just that game right. bothered me, and I would always go back to it because I spent mm-hmm. money on that game. Yeah. I thought right. it looked cool, and and the commercials for it at the time were like, "It's just like Mario. If you like Mario sixty four, you'll love Glover sixty four. Mm-hmm. And I'm like. Okay, <laughs> it is a platformer and it's so 3D. So Glover getting try his Switch remake. Yeah, I don't know. It's got to be when's when's Glover gonna be put in Smash? That's right, Glover <laughs> for knows? Smash. Glover's for Smash. Um, I don't know. Maybe someday. I don't think there's ever a sequel. I think that was one of the main. Wait, ones, why not? But, oh, it just didn't. It didn't do very well. Yeah, it did. It did. Uh, okay, it didn't. Know. No, but yeah, it didn't do as well as Yu-Gi-Oh! Dark Duel stories. Okay. And with that, that'll wrap it up for us here on 1v1 um, Cast. Yeah, so this is our um, childhood game yeah. uh, podcast. I thought it was fun. I liked uh, that we didn't really prepare ahead of time. And then we just kind of got into, just got into a, it, yeah. a niche of things. It's a good pod. Um, Sorry for the outside noises. Uh, I'm not. <laughs> if you heard a siren or, or a gaggle of motorcycles, we apologize. We'll try to do better in the future. <clears throat> As the weather gets cooler, we won't have to have the windows open, and then you won't hear anything. Fall is my favorite time of year. Fall is when I was born. Fall so. is my favorite time of year. Yep. I'm, a fall I'm related to you. When's your birthday? I'm not going to tell you. Why? Because you should know it. I don't remember it. Well, I'll tell you all. Tell me right now. I'm not going to tell you. Tell me, tell me right now. We need 
stop. We need to end. We need to wrap up. Thanks for tuning into Yu-Gi-Oh! Dark Duel Stories podcast. Uh, I have been Colin. I have been Andy. Uh, and we'll see you guys uh, next time. When we see ya. Thank you.